Hey, what's going on, everybody? Man here, and we're back once again with a, another episode of the Man podcast. Uh, as always on screen, there's audio locations, and of course, down there, there should also be some social media, I don't know, locations if you want to throw any questions or have any suggestions or anything uh, you want to throw our way. Um, I know we're back kind of quick, literally just last night, what, we kind of talked for, what, about an hour on uh, Zelda? I guess we wanted to kind of knock that section out, which... I think it ended up being a pretty good thing, considering how long we went for it. Um, so, I don't know, how have you guys been since, I don't know, over 24 hours? Any any major differences for you? Any changes? Uh, not in the past 24 hours. Um, I was editing it to talk about it um, last time, but um, last week I got to go on a bit of a little mini vacation, so that was nice. Uh, it was kind of a you know, work vacation, but I got to go out to Seattle on a couple of conferences, so... It's been a good past couple of weeks. I've been, you know, enjoying myself a little bit, seeing some sights. I made my uh, pilgrimage out to Nintendo headquarters of America, so got my obligatory picture there and checked out every pink gorilla in town. So, yeah, doing pretty good. I think you're feeling, you're, you're, are, you, are you feeling good enough to show off some items here in a bit? Ma- yeah, yeah, ma- yeah, there are a few ma- things I can show you from my, my hunts. Cool. What about you, gamer? All I did was play some Zelda and I got nowhere. <laughs> I got nowhere at all. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, for more context, uh, context, watch our um, hour and a half long yep. part three discussion from yesterday. Uh, sorry, I was turning you up just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I don't know, kind of just jumping right into it just to kind of go over some topics that we have for you guys today. Uh, I know we got Zelda out of the way, but we still are going to be talking about a game. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of my uh, Diablo experiences. I know these guys have gotten to play a little bit as well. Um, And then we got what? We got uh, normal highlights from the Horde. We've got a handful of speedrun topics. And then we've got a main topic where I I figured it might be fun for us to um, maybe not go over the all of the events from the Summer of Games oriented things, but I don't know, kind of uh, maybe a different way of approaching some of those announcements. I thought might have been fun. Um, so, uh, what do you guys want to just go right into into Diablo? Yeah, might as well. Cool. Let me transition over. Alrighty. So, um, I, I don't know who wants to go. I'm I'm very curious about. I think Gamer, he, he's the one that, uh, this was his big game for the year, other than, what, Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, um... I didn't even check, what's the Metacritic like on this? 25. Have you paid attention? Oh, I haven't updated the Metacritic on it. I think it... Uh, I don't remember. I think I updated it on the thing, unless I was wrong. I'll do, check away, you guys are chatting. Do me a favor, Gamer, yeah. hit your volume up one more beat. On your end. Just like a hip, 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 hooray. Maybe one more. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Okay, try that. We'll we'll try yeah. that. Just leave leave it right there. Yeah. So a uh, Metacritic score. So you had an 86 for the PC version. Mm-hmm. User score is 5.1. Um, well, I haven't been paying attention about any backlash. Ooh. That's not good. What is if, if it, I'm assuming it's got to be because I haven't even noticed any like microtransaction stuff other than like the horses. I think. I think the only thing that I'm I've been reading about is that they, uh, the developers keep nerfing characters. Nerfing characters already. For my. 
I th- they keep they keep like I guess they're doing like adjustments, hmm. and whenever there's a new update, there's always an adjustment to one of the classes or a bunch of the classes, and they're taking away things, and it's like, oh, what are you guys doing? And I think there's a big lash out, backlash on that. Right hmm. uh, my part, I'm trying to scan through quickly some of these user reviews. They're kind of all over the place. Like I think different people just don't like some of the directions some of the gameplay mechanics went. And I mean, I well, I can talk more about it too. There are some things I'm not a huge fan of. I don't know if I would have uh, like blasted the game like some of these guys did with zeros and ones and twos. But it just seems oh, like geez. people didn't get the game they were expecting. But I don't know. Well, I mean, the general uh, Metacritic score, I think a lot of them were um, for better or for worse. And in many ways, you know, there's a lot of similarity between three and four. There's changes, of course, too, but. Um, either way, I mean, the overall Metacritic score, at least critically, is 86. So it's sitting pretty pretty solid, but users are dipping. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, Gamer, what's your kind of take on it, since I know this was kind of your your one of your big games for the year? And you probably spent the most time on it than definitely I have. I don't know about Chaz. Well, actually, me and him, I think really? we mentioned we're both at, like, the same exact level. I mean, maybe he's done mm. more um, exploring. I mean, I oh. haven't done too much. Yeah, I mean, I've done a little bit in the first, like, when when the uh, pre-order opened up. So, uh, you know, the early access. So I got to, like, level 25, I, th- I think. And it's not much, apparently. So I think uh, my wife's, like, level 30 right now. <laughs> well, you can get to 100, actually... can't you? Isn't that, like, the max? I, I think so. And, um, yeah, she's playing it right now, actually. And um, so far, I mean, there are a lot of major differences between this one. I mean, if you've already played the beta, you kind of get kind of the gist of it. They didn't really change much from the beta, um, except for, like, access to, like, certain areas where now you can hit, like, I don't know, one of the strongholds that are, like, level, like, I don't know, I think 50 or some crap like that. Um, The tree is definitely something you have to, like, really feel out i i don't know how many times i had to respect my guy in order to get something that works because mm-hmm. i got my ass handed to me consistently yeah that's uh, one thing um, i only played a little bit but you almost have to really look at the whole tree before you go any mm-hmm. direction and it's hard because like you don't have a good feel for what some of the abilities are going to be early on and they don't all play exactly the same way as they did in three so knowing which direction to take your character is odd and three went like super flexible like they made updates after a certain point we could change your skill tree you know at the drop of a hat this game really i don't want to say punishes you but really wants to kind of lock you in i mean to like a, a role play which you know makes sense but they want to kind of lock you into this is how this character is going to play and changing that is, is kind of rough i think it's hard for like especially a first run because i don't know you don't feel like you get the character maybe you wanted out of it at least from a skills standpoint I haven't. What, and I um, could say that, I mean, early on, 25, it's like, I don't know. Like, I tried using, I'm, I'm rogue, by the way. So I'm, I was just going to say, well, rogue. what's your classes? <laughs> yeah. Sorcerer. Yeah, I'm a rogue. Yeah, I was going to do sorcerer, and I decided to do something different this time. Usually, I'm always some sort of wizard. Like, the last one, I was wizard, and I freaking went to town on that one. It was super fun. I went, to, I went full, um, full on goth. I'm necro. Necromancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife's from Macro too. Necro. Ne- Macro. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> you get all portal <laughs> I thought yeah, about really. Druid and uh, I was just like, eh. 
yeah i don't know i mean maybe i'll play it if i feel like it but right now it's just kind of like it's it's not hitting the same way as i was hoping and i'm not, i wasn't i didn't have i didn't have any expectations for it to be like Diablo 3 because i wanted it to be a new game obviously uh story's cool enough so far i think i still need to play some more can i make an admission but, um, i got oh no sorry yeah what's up i was gonna say when it comes to diablo games i'll be honest i don't pay a, a lick of attention to the story like i don't i don't even know what's going on in this game like i'm just i just like to run around and mash all the abilities i don't know that's just me i feel like this game's trying to take a larger attempt at having a stronger narrative like three had one but it was pretty light too like it was serviceable enough there wasn't anything crazy going on so you could just kind of you know blindly kind of play through the game and not think about it two had to think a little more as far as like the lore was considered but i feel like this time they're really trying to double down on some of the narrative stuff more cinematics um a lot more like um, discussions with side characters like there's a lot more mm -hmm. content there from a narrative standpoint which is good if you want to dig into it i at least early on found it to be almost a little much like i was kind of getting tired of hearing everybody talk about certain things so i just want to get into the game but is well yeah. I, I guess maybe you guys aren't the right we're not all too terribly deep into the game but i'll be honest so far i don't really feel the progression tree really i mean at least i don't I don't feel it mattering all that much whenever I make a choice. Like, I'll make a choice and I expect something crazy and it's like, it's like, oh, rather than one spear, now you get two spears. I don't know, maybe maybe I, I just have weird expectations. Well, one I mean, thing I just you, just, you could just respect that any time. Yeah. It's like, I think okay, one thing about the game, though, um, I'm sorry, uh, I cut you off. Go ahead, you were saying about the respecting. Oh no, I was just saying you just respect and just try different things. That's all you can really do. Yeah. I think one thing I've noticed, and as I'm not real far into it, maybe it will change, but I don't feel like my character really gets stronger. Um, I think because of the way this game works, well, all the like... enemies level with you. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's an open mm -hmm. world, they've changed the way it's structured. So like you can't get to a point where you were just like overpowered. Which I mean is probably nice from a balancing standpoint, but I don't know about you guys, but one thing I loved about Diablo 3, especially, is you kind of get that power you get fantasy, the laser, right? Like you get the laser. You, oh, yeah. you yeah, And you're just demolishing stuff. Um, and you could always choose to ramp it up if you wanted to, go to whatever, you know, nightmare, whatever mode after that point. But you could, if you wanted to, just be all-powerful and just blast everything in your way. I don't know if this game's ever going to let you do that, um, just because of the way everybody ranks up alongside of you. And I don't know... If I like that feel, I mean, it's a very well, different feel. For well, that has to be my guess as to why that is, is because they have, because they've added like, you know, they've made it more multiplayer centric. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming with yeah. these raids and these big like public events, it is unfair if someone rolls in and can just demolish the event immediately and everyone else is like, you know what I mean? I guess it has to be. Where yeah, no. I'm sure it's a balancing issue. They wanted it to, yeah, so you couldn't, you know, steamroll brand new content or whatever it may be. Um, not that it should really matter for this game as much. Um, I haven't got to, is there PvP in this game or anything? I think most of it's PvE stuff, right? And, like, the, the multiplayer stuff is cooperative more than anything else. So I don't really feel like being overpowered should be too much of an issue. Like, I guess it could ruin somebody's fun if you randomly hop into, you know, an open raid or something, but... 
I don't know. I, I like power fantasies in most games. That's why I play a lot of games. Um, there are games, certainly, I want a consistent challenge all the way through, but I'm used to Diablo just being that game where I can just max out my skills, get all the crazy powers, you just want to melt stuff. everything in my way. Yeah. At least at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm really early. I don't even know what level I am. I doubt I'm anywhere close to even you guys. So maybe as you get to a certain point, you unlock that perfect combo of skills where you get that feeling back. I'm just not sure yet, and that's a little bit of a put-off um, for me, at least right now. I just I just thought about it, but not to totally drive us off track, but I just thought about the user score aspect. We were just talking about how that's considerably lower than the critic. Mm-hmm. That could be because I think one of the talking main talking points around this game right now is the fact that I think some people who are playing the hardcore mode, they're having their like characters get wiped out, like, Without them, oh, you get perma killed. Perma killed. Um, without them, like actually playing, I've heard like some things about people being in hmm. loading screens, and th- oh, wow. I, I don't know too much about the specifics. So, but maybe, you, you know what I mean. All those people yeah, that, that are all those people putting yeah, those scores. All those people putting those scores may not be going through that, but they read the headlines. You know what I mean? People are. Yeah. Yeah, I seriously doubt all those people are having that same issue, but. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed off too if my freaking character perma killed and I didn't even play yet, or uh, I didn't play at all that, that day or something. Yeah, I mean, you put hours into this thing. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys: How do you like the art style change opposed from three? Because three was very super saturated, not quite cartoony, but brighter, more colorful, elaborate in a lot of ways. And this is very dark in tone, more muted, more somber, like. Do you like the shift in art direction? I, I know like, that was what people were wanting. I like where it's at. I think it's a pretty game. I I don't really have a problem with it. I, I mean, metal? I didn't play a ton I of th- th- uh, three, so I guess I, I'm not maybe the best one. I like the three style a lot more. I think I like the brighterness to it, but yeah. it's a, it's almost like the contrast of like Mortal Kombat 9 to Mortal Kombat 10. You know, like mm, that's a good. That's you play, a good. You play yeah. nine. Yeah, you play nine, and it's really bright, very gory, boo, super bloody, and it's like you know, in your face. And then you mm-hmm. play ten; it's not even close to that. Yeah, and it's like, what happened? Why is it so dark? Like, why do I have to bring my brightness so high in order to see anything? It's like, yeah. it's, 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 it's okay, but I really enjoyed the last one. And I, I think that's where I'm with you. I, don't know. I get why they did. I mean, I think the art direction meets the tone that they're going for better, and part of the narrative they want it to be a little more serious, a little more darker. And I know people wanted that gore. I mean, you are you know fighting the you know armies of hell, so a dark um, kind of art. Direction I mean, makes another. Sense, but... I was just saying another good analogy would be like uh, I haven't played this one yet, but I think from what I can tell, I mean, that's like from the jump from Skyward Sword to. Um, Twilight Princess, like isn't Twilight Princess much? It's got a very different like art style, and it's a little more darker in terms of the colors, at least from what I've seen yeah. from gameplay and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, it's a different kind of comparison there. Like Zelda games are like so much their own entity. Typically, mm. when one comes out, I think them trying a different art style with each one doesn't really affect. I don't know. At least my feelings on like how it would translate over into like a future sequel or something like uh, maybe because like uh, i I get what you're going for here diablo just feels a little different uh because i I don't know i want to carry that experience from three it is also like one singular world so canonically maybe it's 
doesn't feel like Zelda has like timelines and different universes, so it could make sense that things look different. Maybe. Well, so here's where I'm going with uh, on the whole thing. One of the reasons I like three is not I mean one. I just I like the brighter aspect of it. It's so much easier to read on the screen. Like mm-hmm. I can tell where people are at a lot better. I know there's some accessibility things that can turn on the game to like highlight characters and whatnot, but just by default, like. I have a harder time noticing what's going on on the screen with everything being so dark and muted and dim. Like, I missed the flashy powers flashing in certain places. It made it easier to tell where certain enemies were coming from because they were glowing blue and stuff like that. Not saying that we won't get any of that in this game, but it's a little harder to read. It definitely feels a little less exciting. Like, I don't get the same, like, dopamine, I mean, kind of hits going off when, you know, all the crazy lights and everything are flashing. And maybe that's just my, you know, puny brain wanting to see more flashy lights, but... I don't know. I don't dislike the art style. I can appreciate it. It can be a pretty game, but I'm leaning right now, at least early on. I kind of prefer three. I don't know. I like three. Um, I guess real quick, sorry, just to throw it in. Um, I did want to just kind of throw this in that, uh, where's the article? Um, I did see this, but Diablo is now, I think they said it's in five days. It's the all-time record for Activision Blizzard. 66 million. Yeah. What a coincidence. Um, which I oh, believe no. they said it beat out, I think, World of Warcraft or something like that. Some big game. Wow. Yeah. That's so dumb. What? Oh, my God. It looks like such a joke to me. Like, yeah, uh, it shows that number. It's probably, you know, way beyond oh, that Oh, it's probably way beyond that. And they just said, oh, that looks so funny. dumb. Yeah. On a tagline, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That didn't surprise me. Like, I think this is where if you look at, like, you know, critic score versus user scores. I mean, obviously, this is a solid game. Like, every review I've read about, even the little bit of time I have played with it, it feels like a very well put together game. Like, I don't doubt that it's a solid game that's going to sell well and a lot of people are going to enjoy it. But I don't know. I'm just not feeling it the same way I felt three. Like, three, and I'm not even the biggest Diablo guy, but I got into three pretty heavily for a hot minute. I know me and uh, Metal would play quite a bit. Um, my wife, I mean, psh, nonstop. My wife isn't even, like, real big into this one. Really? Um, which is super surprising, because this is, like, mm. her game. She hasn't played many games. It's, like, Animal Crossing or this. <laughs> so the fact that she's not just, like, going all in on this one, like, I don't know. That's a telltale sign, at least for me. Um, how do you guys feel about, like, the open world direction? Have you gotten to a point where that's made a big impact for you yet? I, mean, I'm, I don't know if it really has for me yet, but... <sighs> I think one of the weird things, I guess, in terms of, like, the open world, uh, something they added in was this, like, uh, they added ver- verticality with, like, jumping and climbing, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that adds yeah. darn near anything to the experience so far. Like, yeah. It kind of seems more of, like, a... Like a, um, like a chore? Not a chore, but just, like... Uh, what's know. the point? What's the point, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I feel you on that one. I feel like pressing spacebar just to kind of, like jump across it's like oh that's cool i guess just makes my but for what just makes my thumb work a little more you know <laughs> <On the keyboard>. <laughs> <laughs> i feel but like yeah. i've had to do a little more backtracking than i used to in like three or like i've had to go back and forth between hubs back out back to a hub city to you know catch little side quests that i feel like in three like you kind of just picked them up along the way and did them as you went like the journey felt a little more cohesive, like, because, and to, to be fair, I mean, I'm getting off of Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, so I might just be a little open-worlded out after spending 100 hours on that, but I'm not really wanting to go 
explore all these expansive areas just to find a weird side quest and come back. Maybe that's just me right now, so I'm probably looking at it the wrong lenses, but for me, at least at the early moments, the open world isn't quite working for me. I kind of miss the, not quite linearity of 3, but I don't know, the more straightforward approach. Um, and I kind of miss the idea that these um, worlds aren't randomly generated. Like, that was the big thing about 3, right? You could go, the map would load, and you every run of a campaign you did was completely different. Because, well, yeah, every time I load into the map, it's already unshaded, and I can just teleport yeah, anywhere I want to go. There is one Diablo 4 map. I mean, I think dungeons can be a little more procedural, but the map itself is the map, mm -hmm. and that's true for everybody playing the game. And it takes a little bit of, uh, I don't know, kind of spontaneous, I'm going to go over here and see how the map is shifted kind of feeling that 3 gave you. So, I don't know. I said, I'm so early. I almost feel bad even giving a big opinion right now. I played for like sub 10 hours probably. So, not enough, I think, for a game like this to have a strong, strong opinion. But it's not hooking me like I was hoping it would. Fair enough. Maybe I'll, maybe we can revisit this uh, conversation when we get a little bit more deeper. I, also I mean, with, it, with, with Zelda being like right there, it's like it doesn't help. It really. Does. I was yeah. just gonna say the time frame of this game's release is very unfortunate. Awful. In between Zelda and Final Fantasy 16, it's just like uh, that's gonna. Uh, yeah, explosive. like I am fatigued already yeah. playing Zelda, going to a big game like this. Uh, I that's one reason I don't even want to get into this because I'm trying to think. Well, am I gonna get into Final Fantasy when it comes out? Or am I gonna just wait, uh, skip both of those? Like, there's some big games right now to really suck up your time and. I don't know. I only have so much I can invest. But luckily, Zelda's wrapped up, so maybe I'll I'll try. Fair enough. Oh shoot! What else do we have to say? I'm just trying to think of anything else. Um, what do you guys think about the Lilith character in general? That you, have you gotten to see much of her in the cutscenes and something? She's menacing. She's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting character. I mean, Diablo is just as gnarly. What I liked was, um, as you go into a little bit more deeper, um, you get to kind of, you, you get, you get like the Kanai's cube quite early in the game. I, mm. I, I hate to call it Kanai's cube. It's not called Kanai's cube, but they have the transmuting. Right. So you could, you could use, you know, that, which is pretty neat. And, um, seeing the character running around in the world, it's like, I don't know, this is I, I I don't know. I kind of miss three in a, in a way. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do talking about about Lilith, yeah. at least from what I've seen from her. Like the, all the villains in Diablo three and beyond, always came across as we are super evil because you know they are primary. They're evils. demons. Lilith, although is huh? They're demons. Yeah, yeah, the demons. And although yeah. Lilith is clearly like she's still evil. Like she's almost has more of a Thanos quality to her, where she's like trying to justify what she's doing a little more. She's a little more like doing it for the people even though it's not really kind of thing so it's an interesting take on her i mean maybe that will shift and change she seems a little more nuanced than say diablo did like diablo was just diablo so um, um. <laughs> i'm curious and I, i'm not far enough yet um how they're gonna break it up as far as like many like world bosses that you kind of build towards like skeleton king moving into was it um uh oh who what was um the butcher the, the butcher's demon. always there no um no no uh, ball bow was that oh was Asmo it? As oh not ball. asmodan As was it um, asmodan is one of them yeah 
Oh, you're not the big fan. I'm no. thinking. Never mind. Um, either way, like you know, you have all those big kind of world bosses. I haven't gotten far enough to really see like yeah. the forms those are going to take on, but no, yeah. I'm sure they'll have something. You know, now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it real quick, um, there is one thing that's been very disappointing in my end, and um, it's the uh, thankless rewards for going through the the dungeons. Mm. They're super thankless. I'm just saying, like. You beat something and you get absolutely nothing from it. And at least in the in three, you get like, you know, a treasure chest and it opens up and it's like, yeah, loot. No, this one's like, you just beat this big grand mini boss thing for this area, and you mm -hmm. probably died like five times, six times, you, and you don't get anything. Really? From That's you get absolutely <laughs> nothing. You get absolutely nothing. I, I, I call it thankless dungeons. Hmm. You know, like, because you're walking through, you're doing all this stuff, and you're, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm still too early, but I, I've, I've gotten, you know, I like to get rewarded for going yeah. through some of these areas, and if you're going into some dumb area that, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with the story, you just kind of walk in there, and you fight this, like, massive junk boss... And you get, you know, you get your ass reamed and then you're trying to like, you know, beat them. You finally beat them and then it's like, great, congratulations, you've won. And mm. and then that's it. It's like, what is this nonsense? Yeah, sure, yeah. I got a couple of levels, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I, I, I play for the, the looting, you know? You go into these places and you loot. Now, the yeah. one thing that they did do is that they were very generous with globes. They're super generous with health globes, something that they were not generous about in number in three. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at least at least that. But I don't know. I like rewards. Yeah, it I seems like we're also kind of waiting rewards. on this game to have that hook, whether it be like a loot hook or like a story hook or something like. I don't know. At least for me, like it hasn't had that moment where it's kind of like, yeah, I want to keep going to get this thing. The hook is Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> yeah, that's when the hook. The, the hook is beating Ganon. Yeah, yeah. Not well, to be I mean, mean to, be to fair, Diablo, yeah. but I, I, I say I feel bad because I have not played this game enough to maybe the hook is right around the corner. But it sounds like at least from where you guys are at, you guys haven't even found like that drawing kind of force to pull to you to be fair this is an it. online um, game so it's like the lifespan of this game you know people are gonna be playing this forever so i think you can probably play this sure, anytime but, but that doesn't change the fact that like okay yeah you can play this game forever but i need a reason to keep playing it forever um yeah, like three was at least initially you want to you know level up and get certain loot and then after a certain point it was oh i want to do a certain challenge or it'd be complete certain things in the compendium or whatever it was like it gave you those things and this game probably has a lot of that maybe i just haven't gotten to the point to open it up this is a very dense game i think it's part of it like it has so many systems kind of already there that i i initially was a little overwhelmed with some of it and the little bit I was grasping onto wasn't quite hooking me, so maybe that's just my issue is I haven't quite dug into those extraneous systems and kind of, you know, other achievements I can work towards, and the current skill-based stuff I'm working on just isn't quite catching my fancy, but we'll see. More time, I suppose, is the answer yeah. for most of us. Uh, I think so. I guess the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on is, uh, or just to, real quick, uh, there was one fun, funny side quest that I really enjoyed. It was really short. But um, 
there's this lady whose husband ran oh. up, ran out of town to to follow some other lady or something and yeah. oh you just go on like a really short quest where you just go look for the husband and when you find him <laughs> the, the lady in he's in chains and his like de-skinned <laughs> And he's just he's like, like, in like BDSM form. He's in like, like BDSM, he's just, like, and he's like, like oh. more, more. And it's and the lady ends up being a succubus. <laughs> she ends up being a succubus, yeah. and, and, and she's like, well. I've given your husband pleasures of beyond imagination, and he wants more. Yeah. And, and it's just like, yeah. it's just so weird because the, the lady fights her husband, and he's just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that is that you beat the, you beat the succubus, right? You beat the succubus, and then mm-hmm. you go back, and then the wife is like, "Oh," and then he's like, "I, I need some time to." Yeah, think. she's just like, "I need just to leave him just leave my husband. I, I need to go." Pull the sword, pull the sword out of him, pull the sword out of him, and call it a day. It's yours. That that's your reward for that. Jeez, that's probably the one the one thing yeah. so far in the game where I'm like, like okay, that was funny. To be fair, actually, I'm kind of glad you mentioned that. I feel like this game so far has lacked a lot of humor. Um, like, to hear that there's a side quest like that that has a bit of a humorous spin on it is kind of nice to hear because it shouldn't the first be few hours are... <laughs> well, okay, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> But there's like a dark humor, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, maybe we're just reading that a little oddly, but 3 had a lot of humor to it. Like, you had... um. Oh, I'm not gonna remember his name, but the one companion you, you can get, like the roguey kind of haha kind of guy. Um, oh, what was oh, his yeah. name? Uh, well, either way, you had a bunch of those kind of characters and moments that you know you gotta get a chuckle out of. I haven't gotten many chuckles out of this game. I I just thought about it that 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 quest I just thought of is pu- that was pulled straight out of an Aqua Teen episode. What was the episode where Carl kept going after this lady? <laughs> And she did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, the ghost. The ghost, and she did the same thing. She just yeah. like, that's. I just thought about it. that's from an Aqua Teen episode. Uh, that, that probably is. That probably is. Funny. I don't know. I, I want to play it some more because I do enjoy Diablo anyway. But as I continue playing it, I'm sure my opinion will change. Fair I just hope, well, I hope. I hope to see more. That's. I hope. Well, we'll have a part two of this conversation. I've all had a little more time to dig our teeth into it some. I probably not. I'm gonna try like I said, I'm gonna focus on Zelda <laughs> probably until the next episode. He's already bailing. He's like, Nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. He's like, No, I don't need it. And then we go Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh no. Oh man, that's gonna be another big game. Oh you did you see did you see the amount of advertisement that game is getting? Oh my Well they just God. put out that um that demo and people are just raving about it right now. So I'll tell you, I really wanna play it. I know I'm getting way off track here, but I'm gonna have to force myself to wait. Like if yeah. I wanna get anything done in my life, I'm gonna have to push some of these games to the side because these are yeah. big games to be releasing all at once. Like typically you get to get like a bunch of games come out. They're relatively short experiences. Oh, yeah. like, play this one for ten hours, fifteen, twenty Zelda, hundred x amount of hours. Diablo could be forever. Final Fantasy is going to be at least 50, 60 hours, probably more than that. So this um, oh man, this reminds me of like October. Like, have you seen October? It's like that it's whole Spider-Man week from the up. from the twentieth, from the tenth to the twentieth. You have like, there's a new Assassin's Creed game. Alan Wake is like three days before Spider Man, oh. and then Spider. It's like. It's like, dude, I'd rather have something like that though, because all those games are different, not at least. small, but well, it's not about different. Like, okay, so Spider-Man is going to be a 
twenty to thirty hour game, probably max. Alan okay? Wake's probably the Alan same. Alan Wake, I can't imagine fifteen yeah. hours. Uh, yeah. Like you could probably knock out a lot of those within a couple of weeks if you really wanted to. Like these three games: Zelda, Diablo, Final Fantasy. Hundred hour like, experience for most people. Yeah. That's a year's worth of game. Um, mm-hmm. Probably more than that. So. Uh, which is still awesome. In fact, we're seeing some really big quality games come out. We had been on a drought for a long time. Like the past year or so, it was really tough. I think waiting for a couple, like, at least for me, the games I really wanted to play, like seeing some cool stuff come out, find that I'm interested in, is a good feeling. So good time to be a gamer. Yeah, so I think it's fair to say. So we are done with Diablo. So, oh, I guess we can move on to highlights from the Horde, where if you guys don't know, this is the segment where we each like to pull out some items. Normally we have like a theme, but I don't know. I figured today it might be kind of fun just for us to, I don't know, go rando, just pick out random items. Um, but yeah, we pick out items from our collection and just talk about what it means to us, why we like it, why we have it. Um, I don't know. Who wants to... Who wants to Jump in the pool, dip their toes in. Uh, I will go last. So You'll go last. I'll let you guys go first. Oh. Yeah, I'll go first. How about that? Because mine's simple. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is kind of a spoiler for uh, an event that happened that we'll talk about in a second. But I picked some items that are very simple, but I don't know. I really enjoyed. So this is all three Fable games. Yay! Mm. <laughs> Super simple. I I don't know. I just I like the Fable series, and possibly there may be a new Fable game that got announced uh, at one of these events. I don't know why you're actually surprised. I'm sure people know what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, um, which is your favorite uh, Fable game, just out of curiosity? By far, 2. I think 2 is by far yeah. the best one. Um, actually, I hate to say it, my least favorite is probably 1. Like, I like 1, but I don't know. I feel like 1 is one of those type of games where, like, it was fun, but it was very... Um, I just feel like the, the sequels did a much better job of kind of building on the foundation yeah. of what that game had. Like, I guess it kind of reminds me of like something like Assassin's Creed, where like the first game wasn't that great, but then when they got to Assassin's Creed's like 2 and Revelations and stuff, you're like, oh wow, they, they're doing so much. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Fable 2 by far is the best one to me. Fable 1 was... A, a, a cool new idea, new new thing they had going on, and three I feel like was better than most people say. I don't remember like loving it as much as two, but I remember being like I, that game had a weird dialogue around it. I remember a lot of people hated it, and I feel like people it's... didn't like the king thing at the end where okay. you like it was like two different games. Like you played seventy percent of the game like a normal fable game, which I think most people were cool with, and the last like third or however much you were the king making a bunch of decisions prepping for the end boss guy coming but um, I, I, mean, I liked it it that was fine there was enough regular fable goodness in there that didn't you know turn me off but i totally forgot i have the fable collector's edition somewhere fable three collectors i don't know what i did with it but um but yeah fable that's the best one in my opinion fable two was a good time man like you got your little your pupper's friend walking around. He digs your, mm-hmm. finds all your treasures. And which one was the one that got crazy with farting on things? Was that three? Or uh, I think you could do it in two. I mean, I think three probably took it to another level, but two was pretty raunchy. I feel like I feel <laughs> like that's why I liked two. Is like two had the. Um, it was farcical. It was farcical, but three I feel like went a little overboard, and two at least kind of. It had the jokey jokey, but it 
I don't know, maybe it's a little more serious, I feel like. I'm curious how going back and playing something like Fable 2 would be now, because at the time, I mean, it was fairly like early on in the Xbox 360's life cycle. You didn't have these big, like, all the same big expansive open-world fantasy RPGs like you have now. Like, I don't think Skyrim was out at the time, so... Might have been, like, Oblivion. Feel... That was probably around the Oblivion times. I know Oblivion was out, so just... I don't know. I'm curious how well it would play going back now, because it's a... What's a good word to say? More streamlined experience, but... A I game like, uh... Place. Like, that's around, like, the time Cameo. Remember Cameo? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Like, those odd, like, early fantasy games for the 360. But, yeah, like I said, yeah. cool. I... I like having all my fables. Isn't there... Yep. I just thought about it, but isn't there... I need to get it. Isn't there a fable... Connect game? Or you're talking about the no, anniversary. The anniversary. Topic. I think I don't think I have yeah. that. I think I need to get yeah, that Yeah, there's physical. a fable one anniversary for 360. That's what I'm missing. Okay, I need to get that. All right, so, I don't know. Gamer, if you want to take it away? Oh, it was hard for me to find anything. So... <clears throat> Not because I was trying to find something particular, but I there's still have stuff in boxes, as you can I see already. I still got stuff in boxes. Um, so like I ended up, my uh, my wife actually pulled out something the other day um, from one of the boxes, and I was like, oh that's cool, and um, I forgot that she had it, and I remember buying this for her many many moons ago, um, because you know we're going towards the Final Fantasy type. Um, I was trying to get my, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen, but I can't find it. Mm. So I with this guy, and I thought this was kind of cool. So the little oh, PSP box. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So this thing has like the bumpy front and stuff, which I thought was yeah, really yeah, kind of embossed. Yeah, and it's freaking pretty awesome. Like, it Try is it just a white PSP, or does it have like a printing on it? I wish it had a printing. These jerks. Mm. They could have done two. They could have done added like, for like, twenty cents. They could have added an Some extra kind of something the in the back, and I, they did not. I actually they, think I, they I cheaped out on it. They get stingy on those PSP special editions. Like they have a few. Like there's mm-hmm. the Kratos one that has like part of his face on the back, and they have like a Darth Vader one that's kind of similar, but super subtle. Or they just give you like, here's a red PSP, here's yeah. a blue PSP. It's so it's so dumb. And, uh-huh. But this one did come with, uh, funny enough, I never Hold on. Jazz broke the stream. What did I just do? Came with a pair <laughs> of headphones. Oh, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Hey, you can kind of see my head in like three places. How do I? Oh my god. Yeah, we are professional. Oh my gosh, really? Did you kill your your uh, screen stream? Oh. You probably dropped a monitor. This is great. It exited out of grid mode for some reason. Okay. Grid mode. Everyone's seen mm-hmm. how the sausage is made. <laughs> no one wants to see your sausage. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see your sausage, dude. So Talk this thing came down with down headphones. Down in the comments. Let me know. <laughs> came with little headphones. So I thought that was cute. So did they, then... only, did they only give the white PSP with that edition because I have a white PSP. And it's I never... not white. It's actually it's actually it's actually silver. I have one. I just I don't know if it's white or silver. They used yeah. like for a lot of their special editions, like a couple of them had. Their so there silver were a couple, couple silver. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you so just got the game in a little little square paper deal. Yeah, a like little square the game. Hmm. No. 
So the game is actually in here, which is hilarious. I was looking at it earlier, and I was like, oh, cool. Stupid PSP. Good old UMDs. Yeah. Oh, the UMDs. I'm actually annoyed. Cool. I didn't realize it because I started going through like my some of my binders with my PSP games. I have a crap ton of loose UMD games. Like, I have like a whole stack, and I'm just like, I need to find a way to display those that look better. They're just like sitting in a big stack on one of my shelves. It's hard. You kind of got to get a, like a case for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool though. I didn't so, know they yeah. even had like a Kingdom Hearts PSP. So nice. Yeah, it's it's. She had the box there. I was like, oh, cool. Let me put this in my collection. <laughs> I don't. So have, I just decided to put it there. I don't have a single working PSP. I've got like four or five, and they all have like dead batteries. I need to go on Amazon and buy a bunch yeah, of Yeah, the batteries are the biggest problem. I think almost all my original ones have all swollen and almost exploded. Uh, but you can get you know replacement yeah. ones for like ten bucks on Amazon. They're not OEM ones, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right, Phoenix. All right, so is it me? Yeah. Let me see if I can switch right, over so... to you without ruining things again. That's not me. Yeah, hey, there I am. Hi. All right. So, You're very uh, pixelated this... again, so it probably is your connection. <laughs> on my end, you're very pixelated. You're pixelated on my end. Oh. Toronto's not, which makes you think it's your end. Oh. Just it's the same thing on my end. Ooh. Oh, well. Don't blame don't me. Know. Either way. It's not my fault. All right. So, um, as I said, I went to Seattle last week, um, and I putzed around, and I went to every Pink Gorilla Games in town. Got my Pink Gorilla shirt on. Yeah. Nice. Um, Where's mine? And for those of you who don't know, it's here. When I told you, when you want to come pick it up, I got it. <laughs> um, but for those who don't know, um, it's just a local Seattle game store that kind of got made famous by uh, Metal Jesus and... Uh, some of his tour videos with Kelsey and whatnot. I did end up seeing Cody in one of the stores oh, cool. uh, towards the end of it. One of the owners. Um, oh, I didn't cool. say anything. I was like, I, didn't, I think that's him. And I noticed after the fact. So, uh, but yeah, they got three locations. Um, some were in some sketchy areas. One's in Japan town, which I didn't even know there was a Japan town in Seattle. So that was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, went around, found some stuff. What I like about them that I don't get like any here is they have a bunch of import games. Um, and I'm not big on import games just because to play mm-hmm. them, it's a bit of a bit of a um, ask sometimes to have the right system and whatnot. But I'll tell you, import games you, typically their box art so much better than what we get over here in the states. So I picked up a couple of games for myself. Uh, the first one I came across that I think you guys saw was oh, a Mario Party Dose. Mario Party Two. Nice. Yeah. Like, you filthy, uh, a Mario... filthy Americans. Mm-hmm. I said, you filthy Americans, you get the dumb looking one. I like how pink. I loved how pink it was. That's <laughs> why I got yeah, it. I you know, pink, pink gorilla. Pink it seemed to make sense. Um, they had Mario Party 3 there in the box, too. Um, they didn't have one, otherwise, I probably would have got that. And they had all the GameCube ones. I almost bought them all because they were like 10 bucks, 12 I, bucks. But... I, I didn't realize. Is that 64 boxes in Japan? They didn't get the elongated ones like we had? No, I mean they're probably technically the same size. Oh, just but they go vertical. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, it's complete. I think it was. So the cartridge is like beautiful and minty and also pink, yeah, which bloody. is great. The nice thing about the N sixty four games is you can actually get those to play relatively easily on a um, US uh, machine. I think you just have to what break off a tab or something or get a little adapter and it's easy enough. But yeah, it's got all the books and all the good stuff, all in Japanese, of course. So I'll That's never awesome. be able to understand it. Uh, 
And then I also picked up, and this is actually probably my favorite, Super Mario World, or Ooh. I should say Super Mario Brothers 4 in Japan. Yeah, so, buddy. Yeah, I just love. That's I think what's cool is like it. it's so hard to get an American version of this game because um, the only way you could get Mario World was either packed in with the system, which everybody got, so you didn't get a box with it, or they did have a separate retail release afterwards, but because everybody bought the game with the system, no one ever bought the full retail version. So finding it now in the box, like for the U.S. version, it's like 200 300 400 bucks. It's like, I don't know, it keeps going up all the time. So I've heard that in, was complete. I've heard in Japan, if you go straight there, you can get games like dirt cheap like that. And these were super cheap. Like, yeah. that's the nice thing about it. I, this was sub 20 30 bucks same thing with mario party i said they had all the mario parties pretty much except for one all the way up through um what mario party 7 i almost bought them all uh because they had like the cute little gamecube tiny cases the only reason oh, i cool. didn't is i i already have all the gamecube mario parties and the uh box art is technically the same on them so they felt a little less special but the n64 ones i thought were cool now that's what i got for myself I did get you guys some things, and I was going to wait till you guys got them, but I'm going to go ahead and just give you the reveal on it now, because I'm selfish, and I want to see your you reaction. You bought me? <laughs> bought me something? I did, I did. So, is it, is um, it Burger actually, King? I, there were a couple of things. Sneak, no, Sneak King, Japanese version? It is. Let's see if it's going to show up. Ooh, it's going to show up. DBZ Ooh. game. Right, let, let me switch over to this other camera. I think the lighting's a little better on it. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, that's pretty. So they actually had like three or four of these. This is the third Dragon Ball Z game on the... Uh, oh, what system is it, Chaz? Can you do it? Look, Famicom? Or Super... Oh, is it no. Super Famicom? Super Famicom, yeah. So I love Super that Nintendo somebody's name is written on there in Japanese. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got this one because it's Boo, and Boo reminds me of you. So um, <laughs> He gets thin. So. He, gets, he gets thinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Metal, uh, this is to kind of go with our Final Fantasy, or I know your love for Final Fantasy. Ooh. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Ooh, is that is that for like PlayStation? Yes, it is. Yeah. PS1. Oh, yeah, it doesn't buddy. have the manual, which is a little sad, but oh, that is uh, it's got cares? both discs in it. it has... Have you ever I... seen any footage of this game? No, I haven't, actually. I watched a couple of minutes on YouTube. It's it's odd. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a dungeon crawler-ish thing, but you're a chocobo with a Moogle sidekick. It's kind of, kind of that awesome. That's weird. Oh, yeah, man. so I don't know that's, how much. Yeah, I don't know how much luck you're gonna have playing it on uh, any of your systems, but um, you can probably you know emulate it or something. So there you oh, go. Yeah. Whenever I see you guys next, you got a couple of goodies from Seattle. So oh, thanks, yeah. Pink Gorilla. Appreciate your cool. The stores are actually really cool. Like um. The one on, uh, what is it, the Capitol Hill District is probably one of their better ones. Um, I don't know. They had, like, all the like the giant Pikachu statue from the, the YouTube vids and all that. So that was a fun experience. Very neat. Exciting. Interesting. Sorry. I was trying to. Jazz broke. Everybody has to look he's, at me for a few more minutes. He's no. looking at IGN. Trying to see no, if I was pulling up juicy gossip. <laughs> I was pulling up the Chocobo Dungeon gameplay and... My stream. Oh, it must I, be my I internet. Up another game too. I don't know where it is. Oh, I got a um, just straight up Dragon Ball game for the uh, Famicom, um, but it's somewhere on my shelf. I'm not going to grab it right now. It's awesome. Okay, YouTube yep. just doesn't want to work. I would have probably go to town too. Like, I would go to town just buying games and 
Dude, because the import stuff is so cheap. I mean, oh, most no, games are like under that. 10 bucks. It was so hard for me not to leave without, I don't know, walking out with like 300 bucks worth of import games. Yeah, it's I'll straight below Dungeon like... Crawler as a Chocobo. Yeah, that's cool. I think for the, the next one, uh, for my horde, I'll show you something that I, I picked up at a local store here. It's a 3DS, uh, 3DS Japanese title. I had to like mod my 3ds in order to play it yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one thing i like about the switch is as region free so if you do end up with any like you know japanese copies or pal or whatever you can just play them out right which is nice region locking at this point is dumb so <laughs> i'm glad that that's not as much of a thing anymore yep <laughs> all righty well that was how it's from the horde for this week so now we are moving on to our speed run uh, news topics uh, ba -ba -ba. So let me, I'll just go ahead and start it. Um, here we go. Jumping right into the news. Um, I guess kind of the earliest thing that I have on here is, uh, I guess I could. Um, oh, well, shoot, I have it in my notes. The Jason Schreier um, publication he had where he really, I'm trying to, where did I have my notes? Because I had like a whole thing. Oh, so I'm not going to read the entire thing, but basically here's the kind of short and sweet for the for the news. Basically, he found that uh, the dev uh, the development team of uh, what is it? It was Arcane Austin, you know, which is mm. a development studio within Bethesda. But uh, it kind of turns out they were kind of aware of all of the developmental problems with the game, pretty much throughout the entire production of it. Um, there was a whole wide range of problems. There was unclear direction from leadership. Apparently, there was a lot of attrition throughout the cycle, lack of staff. Uh, this is all according to like a dozen anonymous staff members. Um, Bethesda, of course, declined to comment. Um, let's see. Uh, development began in 2018. Um, ZeniMax, the parent company at the time, uh, was looking to be purchased, um, and they were basically encouraging their teams to implement microtransactions in all of their titles, which, you know, that that, that seems like that was the uh, not the right move. Um, but basically, they were just... Um, the reason why they were kind of pushed to do that with uh, Redfall was basically because of how much of a commercial failure the game Prey was, even though that game, like, critic-wise, was, like, you know kind of beloved like there yeah, were a lot I, of I like pray a lot there yeah. were a lot of people that critics wise were you know talked up that game and apparently though due to its commercial failure i guess that's similar to um what, like guardians of the galaxy is an example of that wasn't that game like people yeah i don't think they marketed prey very well too the fact they called it prey was a problem because mm -hmm. they were trying to bank off the old school prey from 360 times and this was nothing to do with that so i think the name was probably confusing they didn't market it well but I know that's off topic. Yeah. But um, just, I, we're good. I was yeah. What I thought was so interesting is like we all knew something was up with Redfall. I mean, you don't release a game from a studio like that in that state without there being some big story. I think what's so interesting is like how quickly Schreier came out with the story. It was like one week after everybody's like, "Oh, this game's terrible." He's like, "Well, here's what happened." So yeah. I don't know what kind of juju he worked <laughs> to get all that information so quick, but hey. Well, basically, what we thought happened is what happened. Um, apparently, because a lot of the development team, and it's a this also adds to is the reason for the attrition and why there was so much turnover. I think they said something like seventy percent of the people that worked on Prey 
were not around through the entire cycle of the development of, of um, Redfall. And it's, it's what you thought. A lot of the people were just like, why are we this beloved single-player-oriented studio and we're working on a multiplayer game that we have no experience on? And, you know, that basically is kind of where things went wrong. One of the things that jumped out for me from that article was that when they heard that Microsoft was going to buy them out, they, they thought they were going to cancel the game. Cancel it. Like, oh, good, Microsoft is going to come in and clean house and dump this. Uh, that was the last game. thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, and they just came in as like, no, no, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. <laughs> so they were all mad that Microsoft didn't take a stronger emphasis and like check out the quality of the game early on and whatever. I think what's ultimately sad about this, beyond just, you know, Redfall being in the state it is is knowing that the Arcane that released those awesome games from years ago with the Dishonoreds and um, uh, the Praise. I'm curious if it was the same team that worked on um, Deathloop at all, but to think that most of that team is gone? It, really I hurts. think it's the same team, because the, I think they did Redfall and Deathloop, and then it was a different uh, part of Arcane that did the Dishonored titles and Prey. I could be wrong. But I know the t the team that did do Redfall only had one other commercial success, essentially. Um, so wait, you're saying the team that did Redfall was not the same team that did Prey? Let me look it up. I, like a, I wouldn't have to dig that deep into it. Um, I mean, the fact that it sounds like is that that team in general just lost a lot of talent. Um, whether it was this team in particular was working on Deathloop and Prey or what have you, but. I don't know. It's just a shame because Arcane was always such a I don't know kind of pillar so the, when it comes to those Arcane kind of Arcane Austin made actually I was wrong. They made Dishonored, Dishonored Two, and Prey. So yeah. Yeah. So that really hurts. I mean, to mm -hmm. think about that 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 team that made those games, regardless of how you feel about them critically, that team's not a team anymore. I mean, I'm sure that talent is being soaked up into other companies somewhere. I'm sure they'll benefit some other future projects, but they did some cool stuff when they were together. So I don't know. That's a loss for Microsoft because. People used to look at Arcane as kind of another feather in their hat that they have acquired when they mm -hmm. got, you know, Bethesda. Not so much anymore, so... And also, um, like, the, we the weird thing is, is that, you know, a lot of people have complained. People who, you know, run game studios and run game development, you know, publishers. And everyone always talks about um, too many, you know, uh, what is it? Too many cooks in the kitchen, you know. Higher mm -hmm. level up people in the making decisions that you know they have no business in or, or dabbling in things they shouldn't be leaving it up to the to, to teams to make development and the problem with redfall is that didn't happen here like xbox and phil spencer were like they actually went the opposite route they actually were too hands-offish and they did like no next to no checking up on this game whatsoever they were being too like giving too much freedom and it's like I'm sure Phil Spencer has to. I'm sure Phil Spencer has like, to be like, "What am I? You know, I give you guys this much wiggle room, and this is what happens." You know. Yeah, it's a darned if you do, darned if you don't kind of thing, right? Like, it could have gone either way, right? They, it could have been a situation where he could have gotten very hand uh, handsy with the whole process, messed up something, and got worse. So I mean, and then they would have lambasted Phil Spencer for getting overly involved. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they really this is just you know qualities of good management. Like they should know when they should step in and when they shouldn't. The fact that they didn't have any oversight to be like, ooh, the quality isn't good. Like, that's not even like going in and saying, you should make the game a certain way. It's going and making sure that 
you should actually be making a good game. So, I mean, the fact that they weren't overseeing that much, I think, is more concerning. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a tricky thing. I think it's all look just at, a shame, um, the fact that we kind of lost Arcane in the process A here. great uh, thing to point at is look at what's happening with The Last of Us multiplayer stuff. Like, Sony actually brought in Bungie to actually take a look and say, hey, do you think this is going okay? And Bungie's like, nah, nah, man, this ain't it. And it's like, I'm, you know, maybe that would have fared well if, if somebody would have seen what was happening and was like, let's get somebody who knows about multiplayer games to look, take a look at this game, you know? I don't know. Yeah. To be fair, though, I mean, who's saying Bungie's over there telling them that they're doing the right thing, canceling the game <laughs> or reworking it? Like, it could go so many ways. We are just hearing, like, surface level. Like, I mean, Bungie is a fantastic studio, so I'm not, I'm not really saying that Bungie is out there giving bad advice to another studio, but it could go either way and it all is just going to be a result of what the end product is and then we all get to go back with you know 2020 hindsight and be like oh you shouldn't have done that or you should have done this but in the moment it's really hard um i think my fear of like sony and this is kind of veering off they have a very particular focus right now on live service and that is a certain agenda that could i think mess them up so that's them getting i think overly involved with their studios mm -hmm. make certain studios go a certain direction that may not end up you know panning out for because that's probably what happened with this um, Last of Us multiplayer. Sony was like, hey, go make a live service game out of this big IP. I'm not so sure. I mean, I don't know. But did Naughty Dog really want to do that? So that could almost be like the initi uh, initial Redfall situation where they were forced to do a game they didn't want to make. But yeah. anyways, I know we're tied on time. So that's, all, that's my last comment. So. Yep. Real quick, I'm going to move us on to topic number two. Basically, um, Apple is getting into the VR space. Um, gosh, I actually, I didn't really get to write as many notes down as I, as I wanted to on this, but basically they're getting into the VR and the whole hubbub about this whole thing is just the price point, I believe is the biggest kind of talking point that everyone's kind of pointing to here. And this whole device is $3,500. Oh God. Yeah. Which is crazy. Here's the thing though. It's not for the general consumer. This isn't it this more AR? It's more AR oriented. Like it's not really well, gaming like centric centered. I well, think no, it could be gaming. It's AR slash VR. It's a full VR headset. It just has good AR pass through. When I mean it's not for us, this is for early adopters. This is like when the first iPhone came out. It was too expensive for most people. Like at the time, it was like what a grand or something to get, and for most people to buy a phone for a grand was obscene. This reads that to me. Like. Most people are not going to buy this $3,500 headset. Enough people will, though, that it'll start getting a marketplace, will start getting you know apps developed for it and some more functionality, and then a cheaper version will come out, and then another version will come out. Like, I'm actually kind of pseudo excited about this. Like, I'm a big proponent for VR. I know Metal, you're you're pretty big on it too in a lot of ways. Like, if done well, VR is this amazing thing. Um, it can also be terrible <laughs> depending how it's um, done. But from the little bit of like watching some previewers that I relatively trust on their te uh, technical opinion, they're pretty impressed with this product. I mean, it has some limitations, but they're saying some of the stuff this does is by far better than any other headset out there. Um, I mean, it's too expensive for most people to buy right now, but it's that early adopter thing. Yeah, I mean, if I had 3,500 bucks and I didn't have anything else to blow it on, I'd probably want this to be honest, but I know there's nothing to do with it yet. There aren't enough apps and whatnot, but give me I think, the I think that's Vision where the, 5 and I'll probably be super I think excited. that's where the wife should step in. <laughs> yeah, like, uh -uh. <laughs> no, not this. Um, I don't know, just 
just for me, it's just, um, oh gosh, I lost my trail of thought of where I was going to go. Oh no, I don't know, take it away, I, I'm i not even going to try and remember it. Uh, what do you think, Metal? <laughs> I'm not an Apple guy, so I can care too. I, I think it's hilarious. Oh, like, I just remembered, okay. I, I like, I like, I like the fact that they're adopting it. I don't like that they're jumping to a space that, you know, other people are already in like you already have sony they've jumped into it oculus obviously is you know they're the they're up there because they're the first ones that really really bought it to light mm-hmm. um and then everybody else who came and went like the wind like samsung mm-hmm. yeah. you know like they, they they did their portions and there's a this i don't know I, but it sounds maybe like it might be cool Here's something. It, it sounds like they are doing stuff better, though. Like, here's the one thing about Apple, and you can get crummy with Apple as much as you want because, you know, Apple is Apple, but there are some things they do, they do better than anybody else. Like, a part of it is their ecosystem, the way they merge, like, their whole Mac line with everything. Like, I know with this, uh, you put on the Vision headset. If you have a Mac, you can look at your Mac. All of a sudden, your entire Mac desktop just virtually shows up floating in the screen. You can use your entire desktop through this VR system. Like, hmm. there's some really cool integrations like that um, that other systems aren't doing quite like that yet. At least not to that level. And part of it is, you know, the price. This is not a cheap headset. Um, but I don't know. I just like VR technology a lot. I'm super excited about the Quest 3, to be honest. So I'm all for oh, yeah. that. Like, I, I still don't think we're quite there where it's going to be you know, the next big um, peripheral that everybody is going to use. Like, it's not going to be like an iWatcher by his buying just yet. Within 10 years, I think most households are going to want a VR slash AR headset. Hmm. I think I'm you're surprised spending... it hasn't already gotten that far. Because think... Oculus was like really, really like mm-hmm. pushed for many, many, for at least for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I'm surprised because during the pandemic, everyone wanted a freaking headset. So, oh. what was your uh, thought, Chaz? You still have it? No, I was just saying. I think you're spending thirty-five hundred dollars for an Apple sticker slapped on the side of a headset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a premium associated with that Apple logo, but it's like the it Beats, also Beats by like Dre. They are doing. Know? Um, what's the? Um, you probably know the name well. I do the one tech reviewer, Marcus. What's his name? Oh, um, you know talking about? I know who you're talking It's Marcus. He has a good... I like most of his videos. They seem pretty honest for the most part. Name. Um, yeah, same. Uh, but go look at us. type in Marcus Tech. Um, mm-hmm. uh, was it Apple Vision Review? And he says some things about this that, I don't know, put in a pretty favorable light. And he's not like a huge Apple guy either. So, I mean, I feel like it's fairly unbiased opinion for the most part. None of us are going to know until we get some hands-on exposure with it. As I said, this is not the item we are going to buy. Mm-mm. We are going to buy the third, fourth, fifth edition of this when it's a third of this price, maybe less so. And it is just like going out and buying a new Apple Watch or something. Now, if you have an issue with Apple, that's a whole nother argument here. But I'm all for them pushing the VR space and just getting it better, getting better tech into it. Because we're real close to that precipice where you push it right over this line and the quality you're going to get, bang for value kind of stuff like the Quest is putting out is going to be pretty cool for most common consumers. Like the Quest 3, I'm pretty excited about. I think that might cross that line just about for most people. Okay, real quick, moving us on to the next one. Um, We have, um, apparently there were rumors that came from some entertainment reporter that I I 
might not be a reporter any longer, but but uh, he reported that uh, apparently Illumination struck a deal with Nintendo to create the next Zelda film, which if you don't know, Illumination mm. made the Mario movie. Um, apparently the CEO of Illumination came out and said, I don't know where you guys are hearing this, but we haven't struck any deal with Nintendo. Um, so, well, there it goes. There's our timer. But, um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, real quick. You, would you get my whole problem with this is like I don't mind a Mario movie I just don't want Illumination to do it like I feel like at least if they're going to approach it the way they did the Mario movie I, I don't want it to be jokey jokey I'd rather it yeah. mildly serious but nothing I agree uh, yeah like yeah, I mean yeah it's not that I don't think Illumination can cannot like they won't do a good job but when you look at their repertoire movies it's relatively one note right for their animation studios they all have a very particular tone and i'm not sure if that's where zelda should be maybe if they do like wind waker that could be a little more cartoony mm, a little more goofy, kind of see that. that might work um but just about any other variation of it i'm not so sure i'm still really weird on how uh, zelda movie is going to work out just because how do you give link a voice chris like Pratt. he is just yeah <laughs> uh but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like yeah. he is, and that was, that's also part of his character. Um, Miyamoto wanted him to be a silent protagonist. So you as the player could, you know, self-impose yourself onto, and you could be link essentially. So as soon as you give him a voice, you give him a character, you give him a personality, and then you end up with the Zelda animated TV series from 19, I, whatever, whatever. I don't care. I don't care what Miyamoto wants. This is going to make us a crap ton of money to do. I can tell you that it's that's, gonna make the money. Yes, that's a billion dollar movie. I don't care what Miyamoto wants. That's some CEO. I know we're out of, I know we're out of time. But what studio would you want to do this? Assuming it was still an animation, like we're not gonna think live action. That makes this way too broad. But if you could pick another animation studio, who would you want to do a Zelda movie? Gosh, it's so tough because I don't know. I don't even know who still is in. I mean, I Pixar is owned by who? Who is? I don't even know who owns Pixar, or DreamWorks, oh, or Disney anything. Disney owns Sorry. Pixar. Uh, Pixar DreamWorks is, Pixar. is Universal. Yeah. I would have said Pixar if we're talking about like back in the day. Pixar made like some good stuff. I mean, didn't they make um? What's the the old guy? The the balloon boy in the balloon or whatever. Oh, up up. <laughs> so heartbreaking yeah like something <laughs> emotional kind of like i don't know but even them like i don't feel like they would hit the action bar that is necessary I'm not saying they couldn't but oh well, i guess they did like big hero six which was a little action no that wasn't uh pixar that was just disney animation studios mm. Mm. yeah i'll tell you who i'd want to do it which will never happen just because of uh ownership the sony animation team that does into the spider-verse mm. like Oh yeah, sorry. Those anime. Honestly, actually, I could probably even get behind like DreamWorks. I don't know if you guys saw the new um, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, yeah. I think it's like, a series, I mean, but I was gonna say DreamWorks would have been a very they're they're a good contender. I like quite a lot of their animations. Illumination's one of the ones that like I, w- I would not want. I I, yeah. I don't want them touching it, but. I, I think mean, DreamWorks might be able to do it. The team that did that Puss in Boots, I think, could do something pretty cool with uh, Zelda. They, they also did uh, How to Train Your Dragon, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, that was DreamWorks. I, w- I would totally get them to do it, just because their action is boss. Like, yeah. they made those amazing. 
Right. And they also did Kung Fu Panda, if anything, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so they, I'm on board for Yeah, I'm on board with DreamWorks. Yeah, because yeah. they did a lot, and I saw most of their animations at this point. So, if they had to do it, I think I would get them to do it. If they did it in that really weird like style, like in the 3DS version, like the Links, the Links Awakening. Oh yeah. Like like yeah. All, like, so Wally. I know I'm milking this topic. Um, what which Zelda would you want to see them, you know, uh, kind of adopt? Hmm. Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild. I would want to see. I feel like just they do like, Breath of the Wild just because, but I would want them see just see how they approach like the first game, like a very simplistic like, you know, hmm. you wake up, you you know, you go talk to the, the to old alone. man. It's da- made dangerous to go alone. Defeat. You have to really work to add some narrative or, to that one. <laughs> or just Ocarina of Time, it where you're you wake up and you're in a you know, in a village, you people hate you, and because you're not fairy, you don't have a fairy. <laughs> you know, like all that whole beginning there is kind of you're kind of an outcast in a, in a sense. So I know they won't do it, but I want to see them do Majora's. No, oh, creepy as could be. I was just so. gonna say Majora might be fun because it's so odd, but it's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. All right, we can move on. I'm sorry. No topic okay so we're moving on now to our uh next uh, topic where we're gonna be i don't know I've, I've, again i thought it was kind of i don't want to just approach the summer games events just kind of it's so weird calling us what what would we even call this now because it used to be this is e3 week now i think it's just called summer of games or something whatever mm. whatever names people have um but i thought a, a, a good way for us to kind of approach it is just i called it a uh, summer of grades I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I felt that like kind of be boring for us just to um, summarize everything. I, I thought it might be cool for us to just pick out what we thought was super cool and give grades on it. Um, so, Phoenix, did you want to explain? I think you're the one that kind of came up with our scale. Yeah. So I tried to make this somewhat objective. I mean, it's subjective by nature, so we'll try. But um, for each one of these showcases, we'll have three categories. So we're gonna rank it on presentation how many interesting games we thought or like do we feel like this uh, showcase had a lot of games we're interested in and then the kind of wow surprise factor like you know we're used to like you know at least from e3s of old there being that big kind of pizzazz moment where they show something out of nowhere so um to kind of make this like a rubric kind of grading scale thing um we'll have to agree on it but when we look at say like the sony showcase we'll have to choose a zero through four ranking for the presentation zero through four for how we felt the games of interest were uh same thing for you know the surprise factors zero through four and then we'll average it out and zero through four coordinates to your grades right so a is a four b is a three c is a two we can work out minuses and pluses but i don't know i'm probably doing a little too much here making it too mathy but yeah, i thought it was fun we can try it um okay so you guys ready to kind of just dive on in um, one that me and Gamer got to uh, actually experience was the Sony Showcase. Um, so let me pull up all of the major, major announcements. Um, so I didn't have everything here, but I feel like all of the stuff that I felt like sh- was big was there. But forgive me if there's anything, you know, I'm sure somebody out there is going to be like, oh, you missed this one. Um, but starting off, we had kind of a Souls-like game, Phantom Blade Zero. It was a new IP. 
I uh, feel like this is one of the bigger announcements that me and Gamer took away from the event. Once again, if you guys want to pitch in or have anything to say, let me know. I'm just going to go down the list and kind of tell you the big stuff. We had um, Sword of the Sea, which was the developer behind, what what is it, Journey? Um, they did a couple of the games. What was it? Uh, Abzu? I think it was Abzu Journey. Uh, they're known for, like, very... Flower. Yeah, Flower. Those Flower. those games. Um, that looked cool. We had Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta was announced at this event, which I think it actually turns out this... Uh, that game is multi-console. I think that's coming to Xbox as well. Um, that's cool. I'm a big Metal Gear fan. We got Dragon's Dogma, which is a sequel to a long... You know, it's been a long time since that first game, which was on the PS3 360 generation. We got Spider-Man gameplay. We got Marathon, which is a... Uh, what is that? A, kind of like a remake of Bungie's very first game. And we have the hardware reveal. Reboot. reboot. Remake, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were other th- stuff, but I felt like the other big thing was the hardware reveal of the, um, what do they call it? Project Q and a controller yeah. and earbuds. Uh, the, Sony, the Sony Switch. I think, a lot of the, I think a lot of the other things they announced, and this is probably going to be a ding for a lot of these showcases that do this. Multi-platform. But they talked about games like, yeah, like Alan Wake 2 they mentioned. Uh, they talked about was Assassin's Creed Mirage. Like... I don't know because those were covered in other showcases that takes a little bit of the wind out of the sail here at least retrospectively for me so um, but that'll be the case for a lot of these uh, showcases and even that have like these multi-platform games are talking about I don't know um, but yeah I guess let's go ahead and focus presentation wise the way they kind of put this showcase together the way it was displayed and you know structured how did you guys like it? Is this like an A feeling to you, a B, a C, just for the presentation? We're going to average it out after that. For the presentation in general, um, gosh, this is tough. I mean, I would have said for me this one was pretty middle. I mean, I guess what would that be? Like C, I guess would have been for me. C would be an average, classically. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably give it a C, uh, only because it's very just directy. Like, uh, I don't know, it's just how they've all kind of gone. I mean, it didn't feel like a big summer showcase. It was just like, here's all of our games, trailer, 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 and just kind of stitched together and without a whole lot of fanfare. Um, so, I mean, it was fine. It was nothing wrong with it. But, yeah, I think just kind of middle of the road. So I'd probably say C for presentation. Yeah, I agree. I would go with C on that. Like there were, okay. it, was okay. it was okay. Try to move your mic, was gamer. Move your mic closer to your face, gamer, a little bit. Want, to, want me to put it more towards that my mic? Mouth? That's probably too close, but just move ah. it. You had it like you had it like off here. You were like barely yeah. registering on my audio. You want, you want it off here? No. <laughs> anyway, right, so presentation. Yeah. See, for me. See, okay, so that's that's yeah. two points then essentially for presentation. Okay. Um interesting i mean i say interesting games but interesting announcements like stuff you actually care about this like i don't know for me i'll tell you looking across like the big announcements spider-man sure i mean i'm a spider-man guy so i'm gonna enjoy that um i'm actually kind of on about marathon I'm, i think it looks pretty good um granted we didn't really see any real gameplay so it's hard to say but as far as a reveal that was kind of neat um that's Probably about it for me. Maybe Dragon Dogma 2, but I'd probably give it a... Oh. Spider-Man's I... good, so I'm going to say... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going back No, and no, forth. you're good. 
I'm gonna say C. I want to say B just because I love Spider-Man, but I'm just gonna stick with C. Go ahead, gamer. Uh, I mean, this one they they if I if I remember correctly, um, this one had a few things and but it wasn't anything that really stuck out. Phantom Lead Zero, from what I remember, was pretty awesome. Like that was a pretty neat one. Uh, they did have some Final Fantasy gameplay there. I mean, if you want to include yeah. that, they did. They did, and they they had a quick big chunk too. Um, so I mean, that was. I mean, yeah, I, I would go with the two on that too, just because they showed more play of sixteen, and I was excited about that. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Like though, like Final Fantasy, we've already seen so much of it at that point. Yeah. Like, it didn't sway me one way or the other. Like I love seeing it. But it didn't make that showcase feel any more or less special yeah. because it was there. Um, no, oh, gosh. Phantom Blade was cool. I hate to say it. On my end, I'm going to definitely come off as the Xbox fanboy. After, after, really, <laughs> after really thinking on it, on what games really interested me. See, is it fair for me to, like... Because I am I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. Love Metal Gear Solid 3. It's a great game. One of my favorites. But is it fair for me to take into account just Konami in general? Cause, oh, yeah. Really? Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Like, Konami is... I mean, that's what people are kind of already upset about. Like, it sounds like they have a lot of, like, you know, original developers from the old school game on here. But the fact that they just scrubbed Kojima from it is kind of scummy. They still could go any direction with this. Like, it's not, you know... a you know, foolproof, like, it's definitely going to be just a one-to-one recreation of it, so you can feel kind of sketchy about it. It actually sounds like Konami is, like, being super kind of lazy with with possibly this, Uh, but I don't Again, I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, but the status of Konami has me worried about that title. Like, I hope it's great. Like, I'm going to play it. Um, But, again, that kind of brought that uh, announcement down a little bit. Phantom Blade looks cool, but it's a Souls like. I just I, those <laughs> we games. We know how much you love a good Souls. I, I just like <laughs> the thing is, is those games always draw me in. Like I'm interested. Like I like the theme and worlds, but that gameplay is just not my thing. Um, so really, the only huge thing for me was Dragon's Dogma and getting to see Spider Man. Um, I don't know anything about Marathon. The whole. Uh, uh, Splatoon knockoff game didn't do any. I just thought about that. Oh, one. the Foam Stars. Foam oh, yeah. Stars. I forgot about that. That was not something that jumps out at me. And I'm not a Splatoon yeah. guy, so I hate to I say like I'm not going to go F. I feel um, like F is overboard, but I definitely feel like for me it's a it's a solid D. Um, okay. Like I'm so gonna, I want to. That's two C's and a D. So it's a C. So it rounds out. Well, no. Well, no. If you got a D, it's a one point six. That is a D plus. <laughs> a C and a C and a D. I'm take, I'm doing Chaz. math here. You you guys can just say out letters. I'm doing the math behind it. Chaz can't be a teacher. So overall, so we he got a, just... so we got a D plus <laughs> for the Sony event. No, oh, no, that oh, was well, just on, on one more category. That was just on that. Okay. So presentation, we're at like a C. Uh, interesting announcements, we're at a high D. But then we still have the surprise factor. Like, were there some moments where you're like. Oh, that was cool. Like for me, Marathon, like them bringing that back, that was pretty cool. Uh, the Project solid. Q was certainly a surprise, but yeah. I don't know, it was a good surprise. 
the Metal Gear Solid announcement was cool. Like I was like the way they they showed it off, I thought was cool. It's just mm-hmm. again, I won't hit, say it again. But well, they had a lot of games I didn't know were coming. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I said Dragon's Dogma came out of nowhere for me. I didn't yeah. even think there were that. That was like what? That's awesome. <laughs> like cool. I'm glad that that something something's coming back at least there. So that was a surprise for for me. But that's like the only thing. Um, I'm like, kind of going back through just some of the other stuff, and I guess one surprise for me at least would be, um, I guess not, uh, just the fact that they showed Alan Wake, which I don't know if you remember, but the original Alan Wake was a th- 360 exclusive. So mm-hmm. I guess that's a big win for Sony. You know, just the fact that you know Alan Wake's going to be on P- PlayStation Five, so that's a holiday game. People are going to get to play during spooky season. That seems cool. Yeah. So that Add a little bit of an extra surprise kind of wrapped around it too, because that's also when we found out that it was digital... only going to be digital. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's a big surprise. Like, I would just people get to play that on PlayStation console, which is cool. Yeah, I'll probably give it a B overall. I think it was enough unknown factors that kind of popped up. Like, oh, that was neat. As it's not all stuff that I'm jumping for joy about. Like uh, the Project Q thing, I think is a interesting announcement i like the surprise like i love when any new hardware is announced because we don't get that very often i don't think this is a great hardware choice for them but um i i I just like that they announced something so i'm gonna give the surprise factor for me a b you mean like the headset like the little headphones little headphones (laughs) and the little uh, wii u gamepad nintendo flip i mean uh i'm sorry the uh freaking sony flip or whatever sony Sony U. Yeah, I'm I'm at a C. I'm at a low, a step below you. Like I, the couple announcements I saw weren't big enough for me to be like, whoa. But they were like, oh, that's cool, neato. You know, I'm I'm in middle of the road as well. I'm a C on that one. See, like it was okay. It was just the hardware review came out of nowhere, and I'm like, what? What the hell are they doing here? (laughs) All right. Um, So let me do the math here. So let's see. So that's gonna be three. So, four. so where does where does Sony go right here? It's a C, just flat. Flat C. It's a flat C. And, yep. Because technically and, it all averages the, out to two across the board. Yeah. So yeah. so we got a, a C for PlayStation. I mean, that's that's a what is it a that that's a that's a passing grade. So. Hey, and that, I, I mean, mean honestly, when you think about the show. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a terrible show. wasn't a great show. It's a little flat. It, yeah, so I think, honestly... See, this is why adding some objective, uh, you know, quantitative measures is nice. Because, you know, it, it you know, it works out. I think this was a good, average, middle-of-the-row show, and the numbers justify it. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so that's yeah. where we're at, guys. And my, and, and, okay. No. Not good. No, I was going to say... Just for the just for the record, I'm I'm a I'm a Sony guy. Like I really like Sony. I like PlayStation. I like their their games and stuff. We're all, so we're all PlayStation. Like me having middle. Yeah. Little, you know, like while you guys were like you know, having your Xbox fun, I'm just like yeah, I'll sit here with my PlayStation controller. You know, like that's it's always been like that. This doesn't make you feel that way. At least not this showcase. <laughs> Well, it again, it is crazy because the last good. few years Sony's had like they've had the better events. So, again, the whole console wars thing is fickle. You know, every every few generations, you know, it swings sways one way. And I, I mean, again, 
people are going to say the Xbox. I feel like if X, this is the time for Xbox to, you know, this showcase timing was perfect for them. You know, Sony, Sony doesn't really have anything right now other than Spider-Man for this season, you know. Um, and then 2024 is very kind of iffy for them, you know. I mean, I think their only big title for 2024 is Final Fantasy Rebirth. And, I mean... Feel free to chime in. I don't think there's anything else I can think of for Sony for 2024. Um, Xbox, a lot of their... multi-platform stuff. Yeah, yeah. Xbox's showcase showed a lot of stuff for 2024. No dates, I think what's going to be interesting is to see, like, so when Sony does get their next round of new games and IPs that come out, are they all going to be live service? And if so, how is their community going to take to that? Like... Here, I guess here's the thing too. Like when you bought a PlayStation, most people they didn't get it mostly for live services. They got them for those single player cinematic, <laughs> God you of know, War. action adventure kind of stuff. Yeah, God of War, Spider Man, um, Last of Us. So this is like pretty much complete opposite <laughs> of that. So I don't know. I'm not saying there won't be good games on there. There are plenty of good multi platform stuff that are going to keep people on the PlayStation. But I don't know. This this is a shifting point for a lot of these companies, and it. I'm not sure if they're gonna if my I'm sorry Xbox can really come back. They are so far behind, but they can get to a stronger point. So I guess we can talk about that as we get to their showcase. Yep. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to the Summer Game Fest. Uh, this was a, another uh, event that I got to. If you didn't check it out, I got to do some some li- or live reactions too. But um yeah oh shoot no let me go to my announcements uh so some of the big stuff that I felt like personally was super cool um we had a new Prince of Persia game now granted this isn't the big Prince of Persia game people were expecting because I don't know if you know but they had the like mainline Prince of Persia game that's been in development heck for like a long time so this is kind of a new announcement well you're talking about um the Sands of Time remake I think so not really. Is that really their main line? I mean, I guess it is. But that it's one's like supposed to be like a triple A. Like this one. Yeah. Uh, this one's still a lot of people are excited for. It's more of like a like a 2D side scroller type thing. Um, but I mean, yeah. So they had that. They had that for 3DS. They had a 3DS version of that. So oh. if you follow along with handheld, like they had one mm-hmm. there that was all 2D with that art style. So that's that that what you're talking about really oh okay yeah it looked very fortnite-y like the the art style i thought looked kind of looked kind of odd uh i mean i uh, we saw more of it when we got to the ubisoft showcase so i mean we can talk more about about more there i liked it really Um, okay a lot of people a lot of people are metroidvania like a game um I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll come back to that when we get to the Ubisoft. I think that's more of a feather in their hat than really summer games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm keen on that game. Um, next off, the immediately second announcement thing they went into was one of my favorite things from the whole event. Uh, I, they talked, you know, they got to bring on the Jeff Keighley brought on the great Ed Boone to talk about gameplay and kind of go into specifics on Mortal Kombat 1. And, you know, that was really cool. He got to go into like the cameo fighters and talking about where the story is after 11 and that was a whole great you know getting to see fatalities and everything mortal kombat always shows you know shows off great um and then we moved on to what we had nicholas cage who was in who was going to be in dead by daylight it, it was a horrible presentation but it was just cool to see nick cage on stage i don't know i don't know if i say it was horrible i mean it 
it's similar better. to the Keanu moment. Yeah. Um, it's cringy, like awkward. But it's cringy, but it's Nick but, Cage. Know, like it's like I like, cringe. yeah. That's yeah. why that's why TikTok is so popular. <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on, one that gamer like or would have loved is uh, they. I thought it looked really cool. They have a new Sonic game that's uh, not uh, mm. Sonic Mania Two. It's its own thing. It's uh, Sonic Superstars, which I thought looked super cool. Sonic in co op. You know, side scroller, classic 2D action. Um, let's see, we had uh, oh, the new Like a Dragon game was announced. The man who erased his name. Not huge. I- I've never been huge on the Yakuza series. I tried playing Zero for a little bit. Thought it was okay. This one is super fun. Did you guys get to see Pal World? Do you even yes. know? You did see That's that. That's the Pokemon with guns. Yeah. Pokemon man. with guns. <laughs> is the weirdest like i i don't know how i feel about that game you're getting to see uh getting to see electabuzz with his freaking rotating (laughs) it's so crazy some of those some of those designs are so close to pokemon it's like you guys are playing with fire like oh yes and no i mean there's so many nintendo is so litigious i think it's hard to do that though for those kind of uh, like creature creators because there's so many other creature creator games out there that there's a lot of creative liberty there so i'm not saying they won't try to sue because you know they're nintendo but i think for the most part at this, especially at this point they're probably fine yeah let me try and sh- show it right here uh, let's see they talked about Give liza it. p that's uh, that's when they released the demo yeah. right yes yeah the demo oh, showing off Power World. yeah i'm just showing yeah. off how ridiculous it was uh, Liza P, I think looks pretty good. It's a, it's a, you know, Souls like, so I know that's gonna turn Chaz off immediately. But you know, I always thought Pinocchio wanna, was nice and creepy. Anyway, I want to so play it. Yeah. For it. Like the theme it is, is super cool. Like I probably, it's on Game Pass, I think. So I, I may end up playing it. We'll see. Uh, Metal, what do you think of Sandland? Yeah. Toyama. It's it's neat. <laughs> I don't know enough about Sandland, so I can't say. I mean, it's got that style. It, they, isn't it? it they, they said it's actually yeah. based on a manga. I didn't know it was an actual manga, it's, but it's a very short. It's one running. of his oldest, right? It is Toriyama, yes? yes? Or is it just the art? No, it's Toriyama. It's based uh, on a manga. No, it's by Toriyama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just, from what yeah. I understand, it's a very short-lived. Like, there, wasn't, min- there wasn't that many issues, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It looked cool though. I, I I know a lot of people. I thought it was Dragon Quest the whole time, and nope. Mm. That's, that's what that we haven't gotten in a while is a new Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest game. I, like, I guess yeah. we had, like Dragon Quest builders and heroes and stuff. Because isn't Dragon uh, Quest like the biggest video game no, franchise no, in we Japan? Need a Dragon Quest. <laughs> Maybe other than Pokemon. I know Jap- I know Japan loves Dragon Quest like that. You know that region. Oh yeah, no, it's big. Uh, what else? Um, so they had some Final Fantasy VII stuff. Oh, and this was, I'll tell you, a, a win for me, but a blow for Metal. So they announced, was it Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, a release date? I could have swore it was oh. a 2023 release, but apparently that was oh. never shored up. So it looks like we're looking early next year for that oh, one. Man. So It's all right, man. You and me get to take I a zero. A stab on that. <laughs> There actually was a so, uh, there was a funny of a moment during the event where uh, <laughs> there was a funny moment. Sorry, oh my gosh! What was the? 
gosh, I don't remember what the moment was. They they announced a Final Fantasy mobile game during the event. Oh, um, Ever Crisis? Ever Crisis or something. And uh, Jeff Keighley on stage was like, oh, speaking of Final Fantasy. And the crowd was like, what? And he just talked about like some Uber Eats code or something. That was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. It was just kind of funny that he did end up talking about Final Fantasy Rebirth later on. Uh, um, what other big things did he have? Uh, they had some TV show announcements. You had Twisted Metal, oh, which that, that looks like a show. Um, they, <laughs> oh, what was the other show? Uh, they had The Witcher 3, which I'm still kind of keeping up with The Witcher. Like, I don't know how it's going to be once Cavill leaves, but you know, I'll, I'll probably watch the next season. Um, oh, Path um, of Exile 2. I did want to mention... Um, oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. They did announce that coming to PlayStation is that some game called Honkai Star Rail, which apparently is like a huge, um, huge mobile game. It's kind of similar. What's that other MMO mobile game? Uh, my gosh, I don't play them. The one apparently it's like you don't actually play the gameplay or something. Oh my god, I'm not even gonna try. But yeah, that's apparently like yeah, a big I have deal. no idea. There's like a there's like a JRPG on mobile that's huge and like it's all about like opening boxes and stuff or something I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, um, if, if the viewers are if the viewers know put it down in the comments. What is it? It's yeah, a mobile. Yeah, everybody's still watching. I think, is, it, is it a Korean? Uh, I'm not any other announcements while you're finding that. Um, Marvel Snap. I'm always down for a good Marvel Snap announcement. So they got a new mode there. Um, so that was announced with uh, was it Ben Brode? He's a he's a fun guy. Uh, Exo Primal. What do you guys think of Exo Primal? Then we got Street Fighter robot characters in there, just to add to the craziness. Sorry, go ahead. Trying to. No, I'm trying to remember. It's just that big mech uh, dinosaur robot. Is that game game out already, or is it not out? No, the game's not even out yet, and they're already talking like cross uh, IP stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently it comes out next month. They did like a Street no, Fighter thing. In it. They did. They're doing That's like a Street Fighter. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, mean, I like mechs and stuff. It's just I don't know. It's the game I'm thinking of is Genshin of... Impact. That's the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't have any interest in that game. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Very similar. Hard. It's it's like it's like the competitor to Genshin Impact, apparently. Like overseas, it's like a huge game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Anyway, so there's like a thousand games in here. Um, there was one more kind of hard to. Oh, I just wanted to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. They announced a game called Toxic Commando, which is but apparently John Carpenter is, uh, like producing oh. the game or plays oh. some play, and it's just like. Weird to see one of my favorite directors, John Carpenter. It's just, it looks like a Left Doing 4 Dead something. ripoff, but it's just funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think that's too much of an unknown entity. I mean, it's cool to have some name association, but hard to tell what that's going to mean just yet. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was going to be like a Bionic Commando, but then I'm like, wait, what? What the hell mm-hmm. is this? Oh, and they had Party Animals. I almost forgot about that. Do you guys see that? Well, that's Xbox. Like oh, that's Xbox. That's not. Yeah. Or no, did they show it at Summer... They, they showed it at the Summer Game Fest. Oh, okay. Because I thought they showed it at Xbox. They, okay, I mean, it's coming were. to Xbox. They might have mentioned it in their showcase, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That looks fun to me. I mean, if you guys play yeah. Gang Beast, it looks like the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I've played it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, I presentation. Definitely, I definitely looked it up. 
how do we feel like the game was presented? This was probably one of the more, um, what's a good way to say this, um, authentic E3-like experiences mm-hmm. with, you know, a stage and, you know, guest presenters mm-hmm. and all that kind of nonsense. I mean, it still didn't really feel like E3 to me. I've never been a big fan of the Keeley Showcase. It's, I don't want to say overproduced because they're all overproduced, but... I don't know. I've I've never really grasped I, onto it too much. I, I mean, I like there was some energy and some crowd involvement. So I at least like like if this is going to be the direction of these events and this time window, you know, this window. I at least like that. Like if they're going to do it, at least find like a niche, find a, you know, f- find a sweet spot at the announcements because I know it's kind of hard to have a show like this without all of the big hitters because like those companies are going to save those announcements for their own mm-hmm. events. So at least I actually felt like Keeley found a good, maybe like a good middle ground with trying to have as many announcements and deep dives as he could. So again, considering where things are at in terms of, you know, the big hitters like Xbox, Sony, Nintendo, they're all saving all Mm -hmm. their big stuff. I felt like considering that it was a good show. Like I enjoyed it. Okay. But focusing specifically on on presentation. presentation. I liked it. We'll get into the games. Yeah. I liked it. It was fine. Okay, where would you put it? Yeah. A, E, C, D. Um, I would have said a B because I I enjoyed seeing um, you know Ed Boon was there. He had Nicolas Cage. I felt like mm-hmm. having people big names like that are kind of cool for the presentation alone. Um, yeah, probably a B for me. It was good. Okay. I kind of I kind of do want Keeley to step back though. He needs to find someone else. It's annoying seeing I'm him. Sure he's do that it's annoying seeing his show. Seeing him host every every <laughs> event he runs. It's his show. It's uh, Keely Three. So mm. sorry, Keely. I metal. What's yeah. your uh, um, your presentation grade? I I do agree with with Chaz a little bit on that. I think having you know like Nicolas Cage and Ed Boon was kind of neat. I haven't seen Ed Boon's crazy face in like. For, for many, many years, he hasn't really showed his face. <laughs> so it's kind of like interesting to see that. He's too busy so, thinking of how, how how to brutalize people. He spends a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, how, to, how to rip people apart and show guts. <laughs> I just imagine him in a room being like, yes, and then he's going to rip his arm off. Probably. <laughs> Jam it in his back. <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't know. Overall, it was, the presentation was fine. I mean, it's not no E3, but it's heading in the right direction, I think. It still has a long way to go. Like like you said, there's no heavy hitters here, so except for like a few of the big names that we would normally would like to see. It didn't go the so way of right now we're focusing on grading presentation. Right. presentation. Like how they structure right. yeah, ignore the games, like yeah. how they structure right. it. You could talk about like, you know, the they brought on some special guests and stuff like that. Like how do you feel yeah. the presentation went? Compared it to Ubisoft's presentation? Compared to any of them. I mean, that's the whole point here, right? Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um was this better than Sony's? Uh yeah. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go with a B. It okay. wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as boring as playstations like sony's sony's for some reason was just kind of like i don't know just just bland i my biggest critiques i agree with like most of what you said it just is so long like it two was hours. yeah yeah like and i used to maybe when i was younger i used to like these longer ones especially when i was focusing on like just the xbox showcase or just the sony showcase i like these really long in-depth shows for them but two hours for some honestly some random announcements that not all of them really hit 
I think dragged after a while. So if I was going to penalize it for Keely anything, has always, I mean, maybe it has to be to have to run these events, but Keely has always been known for, you know, his, his ads. You got to think that's sure, what it is. You yeah. got to think he's like hey, two hours of cramming in ads and these oh, publishers okay. are paying him for every minute up there. So it's in his interest. I'm sure to have a longer showcase. He's, he's uh, just short of, uh, of, 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 of uh, sitting next to his Mountain Dew and, and Doritos like back in the day. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I'll God. give it a B because I agree. Like there was enough like energy there. And I do think it, it was, was a fun, more engaging presentation than some Sounded of the others. Good, but yeah. until yeah. they shorten it, like make it a little quicker, make it a little snappier. It might get to that A level at some point. Mm. So I think we're yeah. all kind of sitting at a, do we say B across say B. the board? Mm. Okay. I say B as well. So we got a B for presentation. Um, interesting announcements. So this is where you think about games or shows or um, what, Nick Cage inside of Death by Daylight. Like, where would you guys put this as far as interesting announcements? Gosh, I would be, I would be same. I would say B. Like I enjoyed the Prince of Persia was different. You know, the Mortal Kombat was good. Getting to see Nick Cage, Sonic Superstars, Power World. I mean, you got to see Spider Man. You got to see. Rebirth, Sandland, Liza P. I feel like it was solid. I would have said B. Yeah, it's slightly above average. It is. Yeah, I agree. It's complete. It's it's a pretty solid event when it comes to all the games. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. there was a lot. Of, there was enough interesting stuff in it to say, yeah, I think uh, a B would hit really well with this one. Okay. Yeah. I I almost I think would have said A, except some of the stuff I think the wind gets taken out of it like. The Prince of Persia, for me, kind of sticks with Ubisoft a little more, like Spider-Man 2, like like a lot of that I think we already saw or heard about. So if those would have been the only times I had seen anything about those, that probably would have raised it a little bit. So I think I'll stick with B. I think that's probably safe. Yeah. So now, now, when it comes B to the surprise factor, I'm going to be on the opposite end. I don't think there was really much. Yeah, Nick Cage, out of nowhere. So. Yeah. Nick Cage was one of the few big surprises but when you really think about it like i mean you know i like a, another yakuza game spider-man we know about rebirth we knew about liza p we knew about realistic combat we knew Mortal about combat we knew about realistically prince of persia sonic and sandland that's the only stuff we didn't know about it's just like well i mean there's probably a few other things in yeah. there but surprise factor crazy. i would say i'm probably more Maybe D. Like, uh, there wasn't a heck yeah. of a whole lot that I was, like, shocked by, you know. All right, what about you, Metal? Was this surprising enough to warrant a higher grade than a D? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna upgrade. I'm going to change my mind immediately. I'll go to a what? C. No, you can't do that. I'll go to a C. Final answer, Jen. I'll go to a C. Cause just because I, like the, did, I did like the Prince of Persia, Sonic, and say, I, the, I'll say C. I'll change my Okay. I feel like that's being too Metal. harsh, D. That's so funny. I was going to say C. Uh, and the reason why I was going to say C was because I really wasn't expecting a Sonic game. I really like Sonic. I know that's bad. But but then, yeah, you see, you know, like I mentioned before, you saw Ed Boon. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. He's alive. And then, like, yeah. Nicolas Cage is like, what? It's almost like the Keanu Reeves thing. It's like, what the hell is going on here? So it's pretty yeah. neat. And then my and then my heart sank when I saw Final Fantasy VII Reaper. <laughs> yeah. So I'll stick with the C. And yeah. Yeah, I I would probably say C, but 
because it's Nick Cage, he's gonna be for me. Really? Like, yeah, got to. Man, not the bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. bees. <laughs> All right, let me do the math here. So the only one that really kind of pulled this down is gonna be that last one. Oh boy. So let's see. Uh, so that's five plus eleven. We're probably gonna be at like a B. My guess is eleven. Oh, is that right? Hold up. Math is hard. And you're just a teacher? Yeah, it was a while ago, though. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't seem right. It's going to be B, B minus, somewhere around there. I would think the number should put us. And it's going to be a C, just because if for it to be a B, we'd have to all be three. Really? Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's a two point seven. Sorry, I don't know why that was so. So hard. is that a C or C plus or C minus? C plus. A uh, two point five would be a C. Mm. Okay, a C minus would be like. So I guess technically, because we had a, a straight C for the Sony showcase. Oh no, we had a two for them, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So that tend to be a C minus. Okay. That's like right at the bottom threshold. So Sony was a C minus. C minus and C plus for Summer Game Fest. And this would be a C plus. Okay. All right, uh, moving on. Yep, so we're moving on to, let's see, where is it at? Yeah, three more showcases. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> let's see if we can kind of live we'll fire uh, rapid yeah. fire these a bit. Uh, so let's see, so we're going to move on to the, why didn't that image change? Uh... Oh. There it is. Oh. We've seen the sausage again, Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. moving Xbox. on to Xbox. Yes. Um, they started things out really strong. They immediately came out of the gate. Um, I kind of figured they had to do it, but they went right into Fable. So again, I'll just go through and we can kind of go go back through. So we got uh, Fable, which um, you know, big title. That's the guys that work on uh, for Horizon. Oh no! It's like some. It's, uh, it's not Lionhead anymore. It's not Lionhead. Got... It's Playground Games, yeah. but they do one of the Horizon titles. Um, so we got yeah. those guys. We got South of Midnight, which is a really cool game. That was um, Compulsion Games, which is another big development team with an Xbox. Um, we got Star Wars Outlaws, which, as it turns out, that's a Ubisoft game, which we got to see a lot more right. of it at the Ubisoft show. 33 Outlaws looked really cool. It looked like a Hades-like really game good. with a bunch of co-op. Yeah, like Halo or Hades multiplayer almost. Mm -hmm. That looked really awesome. We got a I just put Persona games. We got like three different Persona games, but one of them isn't Persona, but it's made by the Persona people. <laughs> so we got Persona 3 remake. We got a Persona mm -hmm. Tactics game, and then we got and the Metaphor Metaphor Refantasio. Yeah, it's made by. Which I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's made by the people that made like the first handful of Persona games. Um, we actually got to see gameplay of Avowed, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. That is um, that's Obsidian, right? That's Obsidian, yes. Um, yeah. That looked really. How cool. do you like that? Because it's kind of like it's more uh, cartoony than I thought it was going to be. Like a more cartoony Skyrim ish kind of thing. So mm -hmm. oh, it could be good. Sorry to say yet. It definitely seems like they're going small scale. I guess they're kind of approaching it the same way, like Outer Worlds was compared to like um like a fallout or something where it's just like right. 
It's more small, but oh, that was gonna sound weird. <laughs> uh, it's see, I don't mind. A lot of people gave <laughs> Outer Worlds like a bunch of crap because I was gonna say it's more experience. small, but it looks cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. I, I liked Outer Worlds, and it was kind of condensed. Not saying I want to like more of it, but I'd be okay if this is just like a I, know, more of an Elder Scrolls packed. focused on the main quest, yeah. you know, type type thing. It looked almost more like um, Elder Scrolls Online a little bit. I can like, see that less kind of like. Yeah, like kind of that cartoony fantasy style. Mm -hmm. So we got that. We got to see more of Senua's Saga, Sen Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Um, that was very weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to think. Yeah. We can come back to that. We got a new Like a Dragon game, <laughs> Infinite Wealth. I was just laughing because the Like a Dragon um, the preview trailer was pretty great. We just naked on the beach. Yeah, it's like an Austin Powers yeah. skit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, we got Path of the Goddess, which looked really cool. That's a new Capcom that game. Good. Yeah, we got the game Jusant, which that was the more uh, vertic verticality game where it's all about climbing. Um, mm -hmm. Dungeons of Hinterburg, that's the game where we talked about yesterday. Well, that's like a Zelda clone, a but cool more mm -hmm. with like Devil May Cry hack and slashing. We got Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, the Metaphor game, Clockwork Revolution, which looked really cool. And then we got hardware news for the Series S. And we had that entire 45-minute Starfield bonanza where they just they let uh, Todd Howard go crazy and make a bunch of promises again. <laughs> um, yeah. gotta this love, is a big showcase. You gotta love Todd. He, he loves yeah. making, his, uh, making his promises. Oh, man. Well, honestly, like, so he made new promises. I think just Xbox, like, leadership made bigger promises. Like, was it Phil Spencer, one of the uh, presenters, who was, like, uh, talking about Starfield being like, this is the most important RPG ever made. I was yes. like, <laughs> like, that's a claim right there. It's like, do you so, remember um, Do you remember Skyrim at all? Because Skyrim was, like, a huge freaking deal. Like, like, I'm all for hyping a game, but that, like, you don't say that. Because then, like, there's no way to ever live up to that title so immediately you've now put that up in to a unreachable kind of spot that anybody's gonna tear that down like i don't know i, I, I really didn't like that particular claim um but overall this i thought was a pretty good show like to be able to say over the entire like uh showcase kind of schedule we've seen this was the most jam-packed i think it had the most interesting stuff i don't know if you guys agree or disagree this was this was a killer show like i agree it's very good for Xbox. Again, coming off of, you know, all of the bad PR they've gotten the last like month or two, like this is the time they needed. They needed a win somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fable looked great. Lots of variety in these games too. Like honestly, the one thing I was a little surprised there were like almost no. I, mean, I was gonna say no shooters. There's like one or two of them, but really there's so many different types of games in here. Like you got. ARPG kind of stuff. You've got like um, action uh, shooters. You've got Persona like RPGs. Like it's all over the place of different types of um, gameplay experiences. So um, I guess we'll just start presentation. How'd you like the way they presented the showcase? Because this one, once it was kind of set up in two halves as well, where you had the primary Xbox showcase bleeding into the Starfield Direct. Like you kind of have to group it all together, I guess. There was a weird, um, like in the middle or the latter end of the showcase they like had a a starfield trailer which like i was like it's like wait we're going into starfield already that was a bit mm -hmm. jarring like I, I thought it was going to end luckily they had more to show um oh we were talking about presentations right 
Yeah. Or but not, I agree not with that. that was a weird like. Yeah. Yeah, but that kind of goes with the presentation. It was. It kind of was a weird flow. Like it's like, hey, here's Starfield. We'll talk more about it later. And I thought it was just like. Yeah. I think it was because they were doing the kind of Bethesda block there. They were talking about something else Bethesda oriented at the time, so they probably wanted to group it in. But yeah, I thought that was a weird flow for the presentation. Like, just be like, hey, we'll talk about Starfield later or something like that. I don't, hey, don't forget why you're here. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know why I'm here. <laughs> Maybe that was it, kind of getting the hook. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll go first here. Um, honestly, if anything, I thought the presentation was just fine here. Like, uh, it's like every other Xbox presentation they've done over the past like two or three years now. So, um, I mean, I guess if you're grouping in the Starfield Direct, that was kind of nice. Nothing crazy though. I mean, I'll give it a B, but I mean, we kind of like hesitate on that. I'd almost say C for presentation, but it was adequate enough. I mean, I think a B is probably fair. It flowed well for the most part. The Direct was set up well, so I'll, I'll say B. I'm immediately in the same boat. I would say B. It was fine. I feel like the announcements were the strong... We'll, we'll talk about it, but... Yeah, the presentation mm-hmm. was just fine. It was what it needed to be. I metal. Compared, compared to the other ones, I think this one is also... This This is a B, for sure. Alright, like, easy. It was, interesting. It, was, it was interesting enough. Can I just say, yeah. the one thing about Xbox's presentations is I get... It's so confusing sometimes where, like, it'll, like... Like, it's confusing. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm dumb. But, like, being able to tell what exactly pertains to what game, like, it'll say, like, there's, like, you have, like, the world premiere uh, screen, and then you have the Xbox Studios title screen, and then there's the Game Pass title screen. There's, like, it could show a trailer, and there'll be, like, three different, like, title screens. Yeah, little bumpers. Yeah, like, like, they'll have... A bunch of lead-in kind of trailer stuff, like like yeah, and no, I get what you're saying. I, mean, I don't know if I'd say it's confusing, but I think that gets a little monotonous after a while when everything's like world premiere, world premiere, world premiere. Like well, at least, I don't know. I mean, but I it's know the ones afterwards where it's like this is a game, Xbox Game Studios. This one is a Game Pass. It's just like try and bundle it all up if you can into one frame. I, don't know, I, don't know. I know that's hard, but. Yeah, I feel like they've done that in the past, too, where they've had, like, a block where, like, all of these are world premieres, and they wouldn't have as many little, um, you know, bumpers in front, or they'd say all of these are Game Pass Day 1, and they just kind of have them all grouped together. Like, that may have been a better way to structure it, and that may have helped the flow a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, all right, so interesting announcements. Um, I like most of what they said. There was like, a there lot was cool. few there's few games in here I was like, eh, I don't have any interest in that. Like, there's a lot of games I had never heard of. Like, a lot of new games in here. Uh, a couple of big ones that I'm excited about, like Fable, of course, and whatnot. Um, I had some Horizon stuff in there, um, kind of the obvious stuff. But I'm I'm pretty interested in most of the games that they mentioned. I don't know if I'll ever get to play them all, but I would probably say A for amount of interesting things they talked about. Yes, Good, good. I'm in the same boat. I agree with this one. Um, But yeah, just kind of, I mean, just the ones that, for me in particular, that really stuck out. Obviously, Fable. um, South Mm -hmm. of Midnight looked really cool. The 33 Outlaws. I'm going to be, I know we're all, I want to play that with you guys on Game Pass or something. Avowed. I feel like the one, the, the two missteps for me for this and this would have made it like a perfect presentation if they could have like obviously other than like 
showing more games. I mean, we still were mm-hmm. missing on like what Perfect Dark. We didn't get to see any of the Indiana Jones game. Uh, I kind of want to see a Gears. Like I know they're working. No on Halo. Gears. Like, How do like you not have time. Halo here? Nothing Halo. Uh, I think Halo is going to be on hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting much from them for a while. But you know, like Gears, I think would have been a fairly obvious one because we know that I um, was at the Coalition's working on stuff. Um, no Viva Pinata. One... What the heck? Oh, that would. This would have been the best presentation. No, I'm ever. kidding. I'm kidding. Um, one thing I will say, and it's a little hard to say because I mean some of these trailers were very quick cut, but. And they were kind of sneaky on this because they said right at the beginning that we didn't have any CG, um, you know, cinematics in here. Aaron Greenberg. But they had plenty Aaron of cinematics. Aaron Greenberg said that. Yeah, he tweeted that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they had like in-game stuff. Like Fable, I don't think we saw any gameplay. Like that was an in-game something, not gameplay. So I'm a little just. I'm glad we got to see an announcement. But did they announce when? I don't recall that. Like when Fable no, even didn't coming have out. An date, no. A lot of people are saying so 2025, maybe. So that's kind of disappointing when you really think about it. It's cool to see it, but no gameplay there. So, you know, that's a little meh. Um, what was it? Like, South of Midnight, you didn't see any gameplay that I recall. And there are a few like that. Like, cool games that they mentioned, cool announcements, but some of the stuff is still a little ways off. Mm-hmm. So I do need to keep that in mind. But uh, still a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, for me, again, the two missteps was finishing off on the weird hardware announcement of just more... Uh, more memory, or <laughs> you know, more uh, on the, it's on kind the of series a big deal, S. though. It's kind of a big is deal it? because the whole thing is the Series S is all digital, you need space on that thing. Mm. So, that was one of the things holding back people buying it is you had half a terabyte on it and you had to go buy those expensive little proprietary expansion drives. So, to think that now you can get one that has more space that does mean something. I'm not saying it's the I biggest guess. announcement in the world, yeah. but it's just it's a, a weird thing, thing to end things off on. Which I know technically Starfield was, but ha- but the yeah, hardware Starfield is what they ended it with. Fair enough. Um, and then the only other thing, and we're... we're good. No, go ahead. Say what you were saying. I was just gonna say the only other longer. misstep for me you was could... I felt like the presentation for Senua Saga Hellblade was terrible. I was actually legitimately getting annoyed by like I get it. That's I didn't play the first game, so but yeah, that whole like they that was similar to the Fable one where it's like this is in game and it's like. I can't tell any of this is in game. It just seems like CGI cinematic. Cinematic. It was just showing that the engine was capable of producing graphics. And it was. Level. I was but. just straight annoyed. All the whispering and <laughs> she's here. I'm here. Go right, there. So don't whisper around Chaz. Yeah. So, no ASMR um, here allowed here on this channel. Pissed. I, I I don't know when we'll get to talk about it separately, so I just want to ask. I mean, did the Starfield Direct do anything for you guys? Like, are you more or less interested? I hate that it. I hate that it's gotten my my Jimmy's rustled, but yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm excited. What about you, Metal? Do you care at all about Starfield? I mean, it, it's interesting. I don't know if 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 I can get it at a good price, I'll buy it. <laughs> Somehow, Bethesda just they have a way with showing their games off. Like I. The, my question with this game is, uh, where is it going to falter? There's got to be like, it maybe it's maybe it's in like Fallout Four with the dialogue options. Maybe there's like, dialogue options are terrible and like there really is no like, you know, doing what you want or do they pull the wool over your eyes with that aspect or something? I mean, maybe maybe so only like I mean, twenty of the worlds are inhabited and the rest of the nine thousand. 980 planets you know are boring you know 
Uh, well, here's my thing. Like, I mean, I, I'm still interested in playing it. Like, I my expectations, I'm keeping relatively mid on this all the way through. This presentation didn't do a lot extra for me, to be really? honest. I thought um, it was there, awesome. There's, there are some things I was wanting to see that I didn't see. Like, um, where are the alien races besides the animals, like the wildlife? They don't. Uh, yeah, they didn't have any humanoid alien. Where's races. the other antagonist besides some human pirates and wildlife? Like I'm actually I'm getting I'm not concerned necessarily, but I'm not seeing a whole lot of I don't know other things to like pull me through the game besides exploration. This game right now is leaning a lot more No Man's Sky than Mass Effect for me, if that makes any sense from a sci-fi kind of standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean I know it's going to be yeah, neither of those games. Right. This is going to be more Skyrim slash Fallout in space, but I don't know yet. Like and I don't have anything against No Man's Sky by any means, but. I just don't know. Um, there's still some questions for me with this game. I think it's still going to be fun. I'm going to spend a lot of time with it because I, I do like just kind of putzing around in a in kind of Bethesda game. But I don't know if this presentation really sold me on it. It just kind of left me in the same state. <laughs> Interesting. But either way. Um, so last category so we can move on because we still got a couple more showcases. Surprise factor? Did you guys find this showcase surprising? Like those um... big magical E3 moments? Going back through, I would say, see, I, I just I saw a lot of what I watched. I saw a lot of what I, what I wanted to see, but nothing super surprising. No, uh, maybe yeah, the metaphor really game, find... Clockwork Revolution. That was like one of the few big surprises. The Bioshock Infinite looking game, um, Thirty Three Outlaws, but that's only a couple games. I would say C for surprise factor. Yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. Like, and honestly, it kind of got spoiled prior to the showcase. Like the Persona Three remake, um, that I think was kind of a big surprise. Um, honestly, though, a Fable, I guess, maybe not really a surprise, but just something we were kind of waiting for. But yeah, beyond that, there's no like those big moments that I was kind of hoping for. So yeah, I'd probably say it's a C. Watch, this is gonna come out to a C again. <laughs> even though yeah, we were it, like it probably is even though we were very uh, this is i think this is the best showcase that, during the whole week but well well they had the most amount of like interesting games and like when you really think about it like i really i like dungeons of hinderberg i want to try it that looks that fun that really caught good. my interest yeah, yeah like that one really caught me I was like, ooh. That doesn't really count as a surprise. Does it count as a surprise though? Like one of those big surprising E3 moments. I mean, that's an interesting announcement. No. But it is, but it's not Fable is the one that really caught caught me because we haven't heard anything about Fable in like what? How many years though? <laughs> yeah. Well, they so, yeah, they, they, they did announce Fable, Fable for years. They announced Fable last year technically. Yeah, but yeah. seeing something about it like that's a weird one to even call a surprise, but kind of is because we knew it was there we didn't know if it was coming so it was like hey surprise here's fable i don't know um oh, we, I'll did, count we didn't it get to see outer worlds too yeah i forgot about outer worlds too oh we saw avowed so like i you know they're working on we saw we, something from Obsidian. we didn't see everwild that rare game yeah. they've supposedly oh, been working on yeah yeah i'm seeing well, do, do you have a different feeling than c uh, no, no. C is C is about right. Okay. Well, then that puts the overall show at a solid B minus. It's a three point oh. Man, we're a tough. Oh, wow. we're, t- we're a tough yeah, crowd. That's better. That's yeah. It's better than all the others. Jesus. That means we're not going to have any A's. <laughs> well, A's. I mean, we can kind of reconvene at the end, but 
I don't really feel like there were any A's. Like, Xbox was the closest. I don't really think it was an A. Like, when you think A, you got to think that is, like, prime E3, like, max kind of prime uh, showing. None of these were that. I don't think we're ever going to get that again, to be honest. E3 is kind of dead. I think all the kind of energy that went around that is kind of dead, unfortunately. But, I mean, it was a good, solid show. But I think a B is fair. Okay, so we're at over two hours. So I'm going to go ahead and start pushing us through these last two. So we're going to move on to the Ubisoft Showcase. The main main attractions, (laughs) main announcements uh, here was uh, they announced Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. A game we already knew about, but we at least got to see some gameplay from. We got to see X Defiant, which apparently is a big deal. I don't even know if that game's technically been... I think they said they've had like 20 or 30 beta thing runs on it or something, which hmm. is interesting. Um, Prince of Persia Lost Crown, we got to see gameplay, more of it. Uh, the Division Resurgence, which is... I thought it was a new Division game, but it turns out it's a mobile game. Uh, Captain Laserhawk, a, a, essentially a Blood Dragon TV show made by the Castlevania guy. Um, a bunch of us, I have it, bunches of assassins. <laughs> so they got <laughs> to talk more about a Mirage and a couple other Assassin's Creed games. Um, and then we had Star Wars Outlaws, which was the, you know, the big thing that they closed things out with. Um, so good place to start. So- Frontiers of Pandora, that looked kind of cool. Or do we want to just go straight into presentation? I don't know if you want to talk about it. Yeah, let's let's talk presentation because when we talk games about of interest or announcements of interest, we can kind of go through each one. Um, I mean, how do you guys feel like the flow of presentation of the show was? Like, they had a stage, a tiny little stage, but they had a stage. It's Ubisoft. This was, this was, <laughs> this was cringe, like cringe overload, <laughs> showing more of a dance, not Dance Central, what the. Uh, uh, just uh, dance, just dance, just and... dance. Ooh. Hey, but that's a big seller for him, though. So I don't it blame is. him. It's huge. It's huge. I, I mean, whatever. I'm sure the Wii crowd will love love it. Dude, it's a bigger crowd than you think, man. Like a lot yeah, of people I know play it just is. dance. It's just odd, especially. My wife plays it all the time, and you know the way they do everything now. It's like you could do it from your phone. Like that's your controller now. It's like ridiculous. So, whatever, man. <laughs> It's it makes money. Oh, I just realized this, this presentation cut out the dance section. <laughs> it just goes straight into Avatar. That's probably a good good decision. All right, so Chaz, what would you rank the presentation since you're apparently on the cringy side of life? <sighs> I I thought this presentation was dog. You know what? I I, Dude, I would give it. this. this say this it. This is an say F, it. This was an F Dude. for me. I I do it. An F. Oh yeah, it was, wow! It was terrible, okay. man. That is talk a about zero. talk about giving it a, a, a crap. It's just like it was terrible. Yeah, you, had, you had the whole dance section. Oh, you had the guy like you know okay with him, but like the Castlevania guy was super nervous during his cringy. Blood Dragon thing, and it was all cringy. And I, the, the, you know, I, no offense, but I mean, like so the people like. A couple of the presenters. Oh, Ubisoft I, is offended, Jazz. I know they're listening right now. They're crying. <laughs> I know a couple of their presenters. I'm sorry. I know they're, you know, French or French Canadian. I could not understand what some of them were saying. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. The guy that was uh, talking about murder. What was it? Oh, motorsport. I kept thinking he was saying murder. Murder fest. Motor fest. I don't know. Now that'd be a good good game. That's what I but said. Maybe that <laughs> Murder Fest sounds like a cooler game than Motor Fest, but yeah. And again, that's not that's our... not their fault. I know. 
So a straight missing... up F from straight Chaz. F from... Uh, what about you, Metal? Oh, we're missing the the kid from the uh, Game Awards that uh, talked about Bill Clinton. Um... <laughs> thank God that thank God that kid disappeared. <laughs> he didn't. He has a whole YouTube channel. Like he's yeah. actually fairly renowned. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to our presentation, yeah. Metal. Um, it, it's just to me, Ubisoft is Ubisoft. It never interests me. I just watch things and be like, eh, whatever. So. Just because I just want to go against Chaz, I'm gonna go with a D. I mean, I mean, I guess you could make the yeah. argument they play into the cringe, but I don't see it that way. I mean, oh, okay, so I mean, we got a, it, it, a F, a D. It ain't no Xbox, and it ain't no Summer Game Fest. I can tell you that. All right, Phoenix. Yeah. It's all you, Phoenix. What's up? Phoenix uh, is going to be his classic. Because I know how this your is. Face, he's going to be his classic. I know how it's going to average out. I'm going to give it a C. No. But it averages to a D. He's going to. It averages to a D. I knew you were going to be your to be fair. <laughs> yes. To be fair. Yes. <laughs> You're a to be fair guy. I'm watching out for you, Ubisoft. Go ahead, say it. To be, go fair. Back. To, a, be to be fair. To be fair. They'll bring you more. next year. You'll be their presenter next year. They'll bring you on stage. Sweet. See, I'm just looking for my uh, my ticket to L.A. next time. All right, games of interest. Um, I liked a lot of this, to be honest. Um, I mean, Avatar was fine. It didn't look bad. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to play it. It's, it was like Avatar, Far Cry, Avercry. I don't know. Um, Ever, Evercry? I, um, I really liked Prince of Persia. Um, we, I'll tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I love a good Metroidvania and I tell you, Metroid Dread didn't actually scratch that itch for me. Like I know, and that was a conversation we had. I'm not going to retread it. Um, but I, I did say back then that a lot of these other non-Metroid games are doing the Metroidvania style better. I'm not saying this is going to be it yet, but I'm kind of hopeful. Um, and I've been pleasantly sp- uh, surprised by games like this. So I'm all for uh, Lost Crown. Um, the Division on mobile, like from what I saw doesn't look bad. I mean, I played a little bit of The Division and having like an actual mobile version of it that's not terrible or overly monetized, that could be cool. Uh, anything Blood Dragon is fun. Um, Assassin's Creed. I mean, I like Assassin's Creed. I don't know. I haven't played one in a while, but they don't look bad. I mean, Mirage is going back to its roots a little bit, which could be good, could be bad, but I'm, I don't think it was bad showing or uh, poor interest. And I'm very optimistic, at least cautiously optimistic about Outlaws. Like, a good open world Star Wars game. Like, there's a lot of unknowns there, but that could be good. Um, so I would give this uh, not quite an A. I'll say B for interest uh, level, just because honestly, it was a pretty short show. But most of what they did uh, present, I liked. So B hmm. for me. I gotta decide. I'm... Yeah. I. All right. I'm gonna go then. Um. I I do like the Blood Dragon thing. That was cool. Um. I haven't played Assassin's Creed in forever. It would be nice to play play some, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, that Mirage, since it's kind of going back to like the original, short, hopefully shorter type of game, makes it more appealing to me to hop back into it. Yeah. Like, when I heard Valhalla was like 100 and some odd hours, like 80 hours, like, I was like, Ugh, no thanks. So, uh, I, um, yeah. I would say yeah, Games no, of hear, Interest for me is probably a D. Like, I... Wow. Prince of Prince of Persia and Star Wars Outlaws is like about all I'm interested in. Like, I, I think I like Assassin's Creed games, but they're not. I just I don't count down the days to an Assassin's Creed release. Um, Avatar, okay. 
I just I, do I want to do I want to be uh I'm blue and I, I just no I don't okay. alright so, we, so we, what, what we're getting from this is Chaz hates the French uh, no, metal, no where are you going <laughs> oh my gosh that's that's rough I don't, um, I don't hate anybody I know, I'm going to go with the three on this because there are some good games. Like, hands down, there are some good games. You, you and know, the good thing about Ubisoft is that they're they're multi-platform and I can just jump on any of them. So, You know what, they, I'm a, I'm a, what they could have shown that would have made me far more happy is I... They're supposed, stance. To, they're supposed to be a... <laughs> they're supposed to be a Splinter Cell game in production. We didn't get nothing. We don't know anything about that game. And we... I'm, I'm assuming Beyond Good and Evil 2 has just been cancelled at this point. So it's like those are the only two things that would like make me really like jump no. out of my chair. What about Rabbids? You know you love the Rabbids games. No Rabbids games, man. No, I'm not. I don't care about Rabbids. Rayman. All right, I, like, I like Rayman. Yeah. Last thing is surprise factor. Um, oh, Blood Dragon was a little surprising. Um, yeah. That probably is it though. Like Everything else here, honestly, this is the one sad thing for them. Most of their good stuff got kind of spoiled prior to this. Like, Prince of Persia was dropped in, what, Games Fest or Summer Game, whatever. And then, um, what was it? Assassin's Star Creed was in the Sony. Star Wars, they announced so, at the Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. So a lot of their big hitters kind of already really sucked the life out of it. So surprise, I I hate to give it an F. Uh, just because they had Blood Dragon, that was kind of neat. So I'll give it a D. But I'll do this. I'll be nice. I'll say D as well. Oh, you don't have don't to be nice, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it, right, D is, it was. It wasn't anything exciting. So I, I like to look right, at it as it's Ubisoft, best. man. It's Ubisoft and the story. <laughs> they, they, okay. Not for nothing, but every presentation from Ubisoft has never been that exciting. And by the time we see any of the games that happen, like any new things. They've already announced it in one of the other showcases. So, it's always been like that with them. What do they say? D minuses okay. get degree minuses? I don't know. I don't know what the... Hold on. So or is it C, C minuses get degree minuses? We average a D there. We average a D there. I just realized I should be adding all these. I should be averaging some of these. So, hold on. So, that should be a D. So, that averages out to a 1. There's a 1 there if we average. Carry the 2. And what's that going to be? Yeah, I shouldn't have decided to do math at, was it, 12, 20 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got... Well, yeah, right. well... We'll move quick with Devolver Digital. We'll knock this out quick. All right, so that's like a C, straight up C. Really? Goodness, with that F? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, because that is... Well, okay, hold on, maybe not. Well, that, that's a that's D, zero D... Hold on, hold on. My math. My math's not working for me tonight. Sorry. Uh, you can math. One plus not to not, I can't, man. I'm sorry. Two. All right. Carry the one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. Are you doing the box method, bro? Oh, no. God. I think it's because the the second category brought it up so much. Um, it, it's actually a, uh, like a C minus. It's like a 2.3. Got to so we'll whip out the Pythagorean theorem to figure it out. <laughs> mm 
All right. Last showcase. Last showcase. A across the board. A presentation. It was fun. But this was all present. I mean, there were some good games too, but it was fun. This is probably the most fun Devolver Digital showcase I can remember. I mean, and they have them every, you know, they're always good every year. I'm getting tired. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. (laughs) Fun. Yeah, no, I agree. This was an A for presentation. Um, The whole Volvi thing. You, You watched this one, right, Metal? I saw bits and pieces. I didn't see them all. I really wanted oh. to. The whole way they yeah. they this, showed Volvi was, throughout was the, it that good? Yeah, it's just super satirical. Uh, like they, the whole premise was they had this fake '90s mascot called Volvi, and <laughs> man, I I can't do it justice by by explaining it. But they got this like worn out art uh, director who created the character. Oh my and, god, it looked like a mouse. Oh Jesus. Yeah. And like they re-release them at the very end. Like this is like in between every trailer, they're showing the history of Volvim. And at the end, they have a, a um, was it Volve E, like a robot version of him, the new Volvi for a new generation. And he's basically just like, kill me. <laughs> and they have to have the original creator hit him over the head with a rock or something or a monitor, like super dark uh, per that you know awesome. Devolver's trademark. Like uh, you should just take our word for it. It was an A if you didn't get a chance to watch <laughs> it. <laughs> sounds killer just about you explaining it it's just like oh dude i'm gonna totally watch it just the fact i mean it was there was something beyond just here's the next game like they have this whole just lore factor going on devolver is always really great about that so uh that earns a lot of goodwill for us uh so presentation give them an a what about games of interest though or announcements of interest let me actually go back um i actually thought sludge life but that was one they showed before that was um did you guys get to see that one mm-hmm. yeah sludge life looked mm-hmm. really fun wizard with a gun looked fun and then the best one how i'll pull it up uh oh shoot wrong thing my nose uh where oh my gosh i gotta go look for it there was a game they showed called baby steps <laughs> oh this one this uh this guy who is like this loser video gamer uh, is, is in the basement and you can hear his like parents talking upstairs and he, he gets sucked into like a video game world and do your whole point is you have to like mm-hmm. train him to walk because he's just, he's a he just like sits on the bed <laughs> playing video games it's pretty great like who wouldn't want to play that? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, that was that was the highlight for me. Um, I mean, I'll give it. Oh man. Uh, I I want to say a C. Honestly, I wasn't overly interested in a lot of the games. I could agree with that. I could say B, but C. I'm going C. to go say C. Yep. Uh, Metal. Did you watch enough of the games to have an opinion on that one? Yeah. They announced yeah, Human I Fall Flat Two, um, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the baby steps is interesting. I did see Sludge Life. Wizard with the gun looks cool, but I also like that, you know. And just to th- just to I be mean, done with that it, kind of game is. Are good. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go with the C on this one. I mean, some I'm... of the games are pretty cool. I would, I would play it. I'm C for surprise factor as well. Okay, so we got C's for game of interest, surprise factor. There's nothing. There's nothing really here. Surprised. Yeah. 
I'd, I'd like honestly s- say a one. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll give him a C. Like, honestly, just because the surprise of Volvi being so great. Yeah. <laughs> the surprise ending. I know it doesn't really have the same meaning for surprise. When you think about the scope of, like, big E3 moments, like, I thought that was a fun thing. So I'll give him a few points there. So C for surprise factor for me, too. Yep. Anything okay. different from you, Metal? Uh, just I'm going by whatever you guys are saying since the uh, okay. Volvi <laughs> thing was really funny. It was fun. Like it was at least fun to watch. The game, the games, the games are whatever. So it's like there's no surprise factor to any of this. Yeah. Yeah, really, they just Different won the show with well. presentation. Um, so I mean, mathematically, that gives them a 2.6 overall, which is a little sad, only because their presentation was so good. I would almost throw extra points and give them to a B just because that was so good. I don't know how we can do that, but mathematically, we gave them a 2.6, so C+. Okay. Plus. okay. Um, I will say that I went back and did my math on Ubisoft because I wasn't confident in it, and uh, to Chaz's pleasure, it been lowered to a D for Ubisoft. <laughs> so. Look at him. He, nice. he, he, makes, he makes his French... Make, make, make the French cry. No. Alright, so here is the rundown that we finally finished all that nonsense. Sony Showcase overall, C-. Summer Game Fest, C+. Xbox slash Starfield Showcase, B-. Ubisoft Showcase, a D. And Devolver, yeah. all they deserve a little more, we'll say C+, but they get an honorary B from me. Why are you doing so. this? Xbox wins. Yay. Yeah. They kind of need it anyway. <laughs> yeah, they, they really did. Sad. They've been so sad. And like with all the with all the crap that that's been happening to them lately, I think they, they need a little they need a little something. I guess I the bigger conversation way. and I know it's late, we don't have to get into it, but I mean, this is now where we're at with E3 kind of being dead. Mm-hmm. Are we happy with this, or are we? I think we it's better. I think it's better than nothing. I mean, I don't think you're going back. There, I don't think there is. Although, yeah. maybe, um, I mean, the ESA claims they're going to come back. Mm, I don't know. I don't. It's doubtful. Um, Jeff Keighley's got. Yeah, too I, mean, much I don't power think we'll now. have those highlights again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess better than nothing, I suppose. Um, but like, you're even missing, like, you know, Nintendo wasn't really a presence. Which, you know, usually during E3 time, you get a little more of a Nintendo, you know, peripheral. So, I don't know. This all just felt, it felt a little flat to me. Because Sony happened, really, it feels like Sony happened forever ago go mm. already. So, they almost don't even feel like they're a part of this same thing. They'll have another presentation, I think, coming up. It's just a weird landscape now i mean it's probably better for the developers i'm sure they get more focus on the games when they want to talk about them but i do miss that true hype like that's one thing if i'm looking across all of our grades what brought most of them down is that surprise kind of exciting e3 factor right that's what we're kind of gauging it on like a lot of them had good announcements um a lot of the presentations were more than serviceable but that excitement level is just kind of you're missing out. that like um, Mario Odyssey's coming out what new Mario you know something crazy and part of that was just you knowing that there's you know thousands of gamers in LA right now shoved in some conference center I know you kind of still have that with some of these presentations but not for all of them and it's just I don't know different feel different time it's maybe just me old man yelling at clouds right now but I miss E3 at least a little bit we so. are old we are very old men and you're the young man here 
That's right. Where, where's your grays at? I don't even see any. Come back when you get some grays. There's, there's some it's in the there. the gray yeah. man's uh, podcast now. Yeah. Oh, like two in there. That's good. That's good. All right. All right. So gone on a very long time. I feel like I'm going to hard <laughs> cut here. So I don't know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that again. Once again, we wanted to cover the events from the summer of games or whatever they whatever this week is called from here on out. Jeff Keighley week. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. How are you, anything you guys got to say before we uh, head on out? Not this time. It is too late. So thank you guys. If anybody's watching, I appreciate it. We love you guys. Hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed everything here. Adios, nighty night. I'm going straight to bed. Bye. Don't judge me on my math skills. It's late. Bye. What's that weird? That weird wave. <laughs> no weird wave. That's the queen wave. <laughs>